0: Hey, listeners! Just a heads up before we get going here today: this movie's plot is dependent on a twist at the end, and we'd rather not spoil that for you. So check it out and come back and listen to us after you've gotten that watched.
1: Look at my king, all dressed in red. I go, I go one day. I bet you five dollars he'll kill you dead. Shagumufi na day. Talking 'bout Hena, 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 Hena. I go, I go one day.
0: Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace! My name is Mark. This is John and Garrett. We're with the Grave Talk Podcast.
2: We're with the Grave Talk. Po- yeah, we're not the Grave Talk. Podcast. We happen we're to represent them at
0: this time. <laughs> we happen to represent the Grave Talk Podcast. <laughs> Thanks for joining us again today, dude. I am tired. I did not sleep for shit. If your you your tell. intro is showing it. Yeah. yeah. How you guys been? You know. I'm on caffeine and no sleep. That's where I'm at right now.
1: Okay. I'm doing better than that, I'll tell you what. Not by much, but you know, I took a nap before we podcast because that's what you do in your late thirties. You just nap. I'm on cocaine and a pile of
2: hookers. How you guys doing? Wow,
1: you don't you don't do the pre podcast nap? No, no, no. PPN? No, no, uh,
0: no. I take a disco nap, baby. Woo! Is it like that scene in Frankenhooker where like they start snorting that explosive no, cocaine no. and they all explode? <laughs> I, I think that was more than cocaine. <laughs> you should watch that movie if you haven't seen Frankenhooker. Frankenhooker is a, a wild blast. Well. Gentlemen, we're back for another episode. That's um, true. Hope you brought your religious paraphernalia, your beads, your your anal beads. Your, well, why am I going so hard right out know. the gate yeah, today? I
2: don't know. Pile of hookers, cocaine, anal beads. All right, let's just get going. We're bringing you, it to a twelve. Welcome back to Vice Talk.
0: You were just really backed up on that plane ride over here, weren't you? <laughs> I'm take my shirt off. Is that cool? <laughs> uh, mask is on. Shirt off is okay. <laughs> yeah,
2: that,
1: That's airplane rules.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, what do you guys been up to since last time?
1: Uh, well, I watched quite a few movies, but only one horror movie as per tradition. Uh, but I'm not going to talk about it because we're going to save it for an episode. I will well, say it was. Tell, exorc- tell us what it was. Though. Yes. Yeah. It was the exorcism of God. Finally. Yeah. We got to the final boss. Final. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, This is the real deal. Uh, Does it
2: deliver what it promises?
1: It does. It does. I will say... It is like a actually scary movie at parts, but also it is bonkers. It is like a it is a magical combination of just forces combined to make a really enjoyable like hour and forty five minutes. Uh, so stay tuned. We're gonna do an episode on it because there is a lot, quite a bit to talk about. I'm just for this envisioning
0: film. the Lord our God strapped to a bed, spewing puke like Reagan, and then they've got to exercise
1: the god. Okay, so that would be awesome. Here's what I'll tell you because uh, uh, it's in the trailer, so it's, it's hardly a spoiler. The, Two words to, for you. George Burns. Yeah, they need to get the god out of a priest <laughs> so that there is room for a demon. I'm glad you got that one. I feel really
2: that.
0: old here. I had to dig way back in the file cabinets for the George Burns, oh god, you devil movies.
1: <laughs> All right, this must be some Gen X shit that I don't know about. <laughs> Do you know who
0: George Burns is? The 90-year-old <laughs> smoker of cigars, white-haired glasses, dude? Nope. Anyway,
2: he died. Look, a his time. look right there says it all. I know it's an audio medium, but like John's look of like you fucking old bastards.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you're referring to. Uh,
0: anyway, sorry. Continue.
1: They, they, they got to get God out of a priest so that a devil can move in. That's effectively Wait, what. That does not seem. <laughs> That's the because because there's no there's not enough room in a person for God and the devil. Garrett. Oh yeah. Like a one-bedroom apartment, the human, the human soul. This could be like a
2: really cool odd couple, where it's God and the devil living together inside one person, uh, and the shenanigans they get into. Three's Ba-ba-dum, company.
1: Ba-dum, ba-dum, <laughs> <laughs> you got your your human soul, your God, and your devil. Uh,
0: do they do a little on the shoulders thing? You know, they pop up little devil on one side. I would
1: love if a little uh,
2: devil, a little God, popped up on the devil's shoulder, and the same thing for God. I mean, it was like it just like a like a, a Russian nesting doll, yeah. uh. getting <laughs> smaller and smaller.
1: <laughs> they they don't do that. Maybe that'll be in the exorcism of God two. Uh, mm. I'll tell you, they do set up a whole exorcism of god verse. Oh no. Uh, yeah, they they leave ample room for a sequel and spin-offs. Uh it's
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you <laughs> think this one is it. worthy of being a its own episode?
1: Yes. Yeah, it is. No. I I, okay. I think there are some ridiculous scenes that I would love to hear your your take on uh both of y'alls because my was on the floor. I was like, this is happening right now? Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, all right. We'll add it to the list. That sounds pretty good. Well, I was going to watch The Deep House, which is the haunted house underwater movie. But, Wait, I thought that was Amityville underwater. No, it's called the Deep House. Oh, it just came out last year. I was going to get around to it, but mm-hmm. instead, I watched Jackass Forever and Encanto.
2: So I have nothing to really. Oh, those rep- oh, are
1: great, though. I watched Encanto as well uh, yeah. yesterday. Two, let's let's switch this to Encanto talk because oh, that would be talk about animated films all day. Was could you, mm-hmm. the very pretty movie? Her dress and the hair. Woo! Oh Jesus, man!
2: The musical numbers are good. Yeah, I wondered if if Disney bought back Pixar just to get their like coding to do hair. It's Maybe. incredible, man! It is so good. Yeah, the the way they animate, you know, the way things flow and dress. There's no clipping in any of it, man. They do such a good job. But yes, that movie's awesome. Jackass Forever was an amazing flick. If you like the Jackass movies, this is a a wonderful kind of send off. Because let's be honest, these guys are not probably kicking out another one. I'd hope not. I they're ancient.
1: Hope not for their own health, but right. for my entertainment, it would be amazing to Keep see that like <laughs> in their 70s at a nursing home. Well, like, they
0: started introducing new generation, yeah, of Jackassery people. Yeah. So.
1: And shout outs to them. Like, I was shocked. Like, I don't know. I
2: And I feel terrible about this, but I don't remember the name of the uh, the woman who's on the cast now. But um, she did some of the most intense damn stunts out of like all the of them.
0: scorpions. Oh, the scorpion in the lips. I was like, yo, girl, mm. Mm. you're doing the Lord's work. Yeah. Anyway, that has, it's, it, some of those pranks can be considered horror adjacent if you want. Yeah. Real life horror that they inflict on their own bodies. But that's not why we're here. So let's get into today's episode, which is...
2: 2005's The Skeleton Key. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you for putting the V the the yeah. on there because I was trying to find it and I kept finding Skeleton Witch, all yeah. sorts of everything. Never mind, there's like three skeleton keys in this movie.
1: Yeah, well, that's true, but only one's The Skeleton Key. The rest <laughs> are just skeleton keys. Oh, okay. Talk about a movie that's the opposite of Encanto. If there's like a, a way that magic, uh, you know, kind of ties in.
0: Haunted House versus the positively charged. Yeah. Haunted House. Are we talking I about like
2: Ghostbusters 2 goo? where you can positively charge yeah,
0: right. it. Yeah. Well, like, That's what in Canto, they just sprayed the <laughs> yeah. pink goo all over the house.
1: It's the yin, right, to the yang of Skeleton Key. Wait, right. is that <laughs> how that works?
0: It is. No. <laughs> Negatively charged house, positively charged yeah, house. Those so are the two different things.
1: There's, there. your, there's your Grave Talk double feature for you.
0: Yes. <laughs> but anyway, this one was directed by Ian Softly. You may recognize that name, no, you won't. Uh, <laughs> he is the guy that directed Hackers. Yes. And K-Pax.
1: Yeah. I never Don't seen K-Pax. Don't know what that
0: yeah. is. K-Pax is a Kevin Spacey film who's in a mental ward because he says he's an alien.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> and he starts to convince the staff of this throughout the movie.
1: Oh my God, that's a movie? Yeah. Although Hackers is fucking rad. Uh, now that movie terrible yeah. and rad. Yeah. So good. One of the all-time great tech movies. I love going back and seeing
0: what people thought technology was capable of. Yeah. Matthew before Miller's they even gonna understood be, it.
2: Matthew is going to be a framer this year and I'm so tempted to dress up like a fat serial killer just to show him be like, hack the planet, baby! Yeah, that'd be great. When oh, I God. first saw that
1: movie movie i thought it was like the most clever joke on the earth oh i get it serial killer uh, uh, uh. uh anyway fun with words yeah uh now and you know what 20 years later i still think it's a good i go. just remember standing up
2: in the middle of that movie and screaming in that the house what i was watching with a bunch of people going like that's the dude for short circuit because <laughs> it just dawned on me in the middle of the movie and i had to let everybody know no one was as excited as i They're was like, i don't care yeah
1: yeah hack the planet dude all right
2: yeah Well, this one
0: uh, was written by a fella named Aaron Kruger. He's also written. No relation to Freddie. No, because he's (laughs) fictitious.
1: Yeah. If you weren't about to say he's also written, I would have said that Aaron Kruger sounds like the John Smithy of horror. Sorry, is it Adam Smithy? John Smithy? Adam Smithy. Adam Smithy of horror films. John Doe. John Doe, Adam Smithy. They're neighbors. Yeah. They talk. Of the uh, Take My Name Off This Movie of Horror (laughs) scriptwriters. Right. Well, you may
0: know this guy's other work. He wrote Scream 3, he wrote The Ring. Rings, Ring 2. Oh, then shit. Then he wrote Skeleton Key. Then Brothers Grimm. He wrote two, no, three of the Transformer movies. He wrote Ghost in the Shell. He wrote wait, Dumbo. Wait, wait. Ghost in the Shell? You're
2: talking about the American Eyes? Right. Okay. Yeah, 2017's okay. Ghost in okay. the what Shell. Is- he had nothing to do with Shiro's Ghost in the Shell. He wrote Dumbo, which was terrible. Uh-huh. And he wrote Top oh, like Gun Dumbo. 2. Top Gun, colon, Maverick. Which we're not getting until pandemic is fully down because they refused to lose money on this Bro, bullshit. Bro, I yeah.
1: went from being very, look secret about me. Top gun. One of my top three favorite movies oh, of all time. Really? Cannot get enough oh. of top gun. If I see top gun on, or like on a streaming list, I'm like, you know what? I think it's time to watch top gun. No, uh, John. love it. Loved it since I was a kid. One of my first, the pattern is full. Yeah. Yeah. Negative ghost rider. Uh, now my, my, one of my, <laughs> is thir- that like a, the stars at night <laughs> that situation? Uh, definitely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, one of my first video game memories was playing the top gun game on Nintendo. Yep. Uh, uh, which one, you end up in space. So, uh, what? you got to space. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I, how la- did you land the plane I, I, times to
0: get to space?
1: The first time I landed on a carrier, I was so excited. I went and got my mom to be like, <laughs> I, look what I did. And she was like, I don't, he walks up to
2: this mom. He's like, from to this day forward, your name is goose. Yeah. Ah, booby. If I could print this out and hang it on the
1: refrigerator, I would I was like, get the fucking camera. Why aren't you, aren't you documenting this? Uh, it's impressive. Thank you. That was a
0: very hard thing to do. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I tried many, many... It was probably more luck than, you know, if you try something a thousand times, eventually you're going to hit it. Uh, so, yeah, love Top Gun. To so circle this all Set the way my, back, <laughs> uh, Top Gun 2 took way too fucking long, and now I'm like, you know what? Whenever it comes out, I'll see it. I'm
2: hoping it's good. I hope it's good for all the people who are excited about Top Gun.
0: I still think it should have just been two old pilots in wheelchairs playing radio remote control planes. Like, that, that would be exciting. That might be it. Exciting. I hate Top Gun, <laughs> <Yeah>. so... <laughs> Uh, this is you know, what this. about the soundtrack though, dude, you gotta on. give it to the soundtrack.
1: What oh, there's some bullshit? I don't know. What could you hate about Top Gun? Is it the fact that it's awesome? <laughs> <laughs> is is it the, hanging, hanging with the buds. I
2: hate how perfect this movie yeah. is. <laughs> is it no, the planes? We, we were in high school. We, we were in a class called Visual <laughs> Media and basically it was the, the teacher was a total badass. I'm not going to say her name just for anonymity mm-hmm. reasons, but she was awesome. But she was also like the headlight like, cheerleader, like teacher, mm-hmm. um, or cheer squad or something like that. But all the, it was visual media. It was supposed to be like learning about movies and stuff like that. And all the jocks and chillers took it was like, it's an easy a and blah, blah, blah. And you know, like mm-hmm. they always got the like special treatment, but every Friday when it was like, pick a movie while we're working on like scripts and stuff like that, we had like three movies to choose from. It was like Top Gun, Nightmare Before Christmas, and something else like Billy Billy Madison or something like that. They were, no, they were not showing Billy Madison. No. At school. It was something like it was something <laughs> dumb, but like, it like every ed- edited for TV. Week, all the jocks and the chillers were like, "Let's watch Top Gun," and of course, you know, the five nerds in the class and like you know art kids were just like outnumbered drastically. So we had to watch Top Gun so goddamn much. I literally, when he throws that hat in the water, I wanted to throw the fucking VCR in the water. I was so pissed. Dude,
0: Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins
2: is a fucking banger. Yeah, I cannot deny that Danger Zone is not a banger, but <laughs> damn
1: it. You're going below the hard deck, okay? Look, look, let's I'm telling you right now. <laughs> so
2: Top Gun starts out with. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, let's really open. Let's let's digest this. I want to know exactly where it loses you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's just bad memories of having to watch that movie. So, and of course, you know, like when Goose dies and there's dudes in the class going, man, that's not fair, boo. I'm like, dude, it's a fucking shitty movie. Get over
1: it. I dude, don't know. Dude, when Goose died? No, no. I, I, it scarred me. Scott like no. every day I cry a little bit I'm like poor goose man the loss of geese is tough on everybody oh, it's so hard man mm-hmm. when he sings great balls of fire I'm like that Shauna, guy can I have, be I have my a question friend. I have a question do you yeah. have a need a need for Speed. uh Yeah, I do. I. You know what? We could just start really going through the script. I'll care. I'll tell you your lines. I picked
2: up on Mike. But I did the teeth bite, the Val camera teeth bite uh, thing. All right, listen, Ice Man. Let's get
1: past let's get this movie, to, right, please. Uh,
0: let's wrap it back to two thousand five. You know,
1: despite, hold on, I'll tell you this. Despite <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you shut your mouth,
0: <laughs> I am on right now, and I am not going
2: off until <laughs> I'm through.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're playing the Oscar music here. Uh, look, despite your hatred of Top Gun. You could be my wingman anytime.
2: Oh, John, nice. I'm there for you, man. Nice. I'll be singing, <laughs>
1: playing, or hanging, hanging with the boys.
0: Well, let's bring it back to 2005. Skeleton Key. This one stars the Kate skeleton Hudson. Key. Fine. The Skeleton Key. <laughs> Kate Hudson as Caroline Ellis. Gina Rollins is Violet Devereaux. John Hurt playing Ben Devereaux. Man, watching John Hurt be in pain this whole movie made me sad. Yeah, he did a good job. Not only has this poor man had a xenomorph bust out of his chest, now he's playing a paraplegic who gets scared by mirrors. This, I feel bad for I this. Like Scared to, by
2: ghosts. Scared by ghosts, dude. Yeah. Not sure. by mirrors.
1: Right. I like to think that's uh, The Ancestor.
0: <laughs> dude what
1: oh my god I just pieced that together yeah this is verse. no the reason they don't want the fucking mirrors
2: is because they'd see themselves they'd see them as the people inside yeah. and right. other people could see that that's right. why this movie's good yeah. oh it's layered I didn't get that I'm yelling I'm so like it just, <laughs> why are we yelling I thought it was like legitimately they could see the ghosts spoiler for this fucking movie but like um, I thought it's because you could actually see the ghosts like walking around I didn't know that you could actually see their reflections
1: yeah. as who they were inside here's uh, maybe another layer that you didn't get. They killed some kids in this film.
2: Straight up. No, straight up. Yeah, yeah. no, I know.
1: Those poor kids just got hanged, hung.
0: Well, let's get there. Yeah, yeah let's get there. because <laughs> Also starring dope. Peter Sarsgaard. Joy Bryant as Jill. And that's really all we need to know for this. Yeah, that's pretty much it. This one had a budget of $43 million and made $94 million, So it was, you know, nice. it did its job. Yeah.
2: Did what it needed to do. So probably made about 20 after advertising and everything like that. Yeah. On Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. This was surprising. The old RT. Surprising to me. All
1: right, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. Yeah, what do you got? Critics, like 12%. Whoa. (laughs) Audience, 80 Wow. Shit. That's tough. Um, I'm going to say critics at
2: like 50 and audience at like 30.
0: Okay. Not quite. The critic reviews, 38% of them liked it out of 156 reviews. I don't know why it's so low. And then 58% with the audience. So just over half who saw it liked it out of
2: 100,000 plus. All right. I would like to know how this was advertised though. Was this advertised as a horror movie or a thriller? Because I think depending on how you advertise it, I think a lot of people might be disappointed.
1: (laughs) I think it was advertised as a horror movie. I'm trying to remember back then. Because
2: if they had advertised like a, a Silence of the Lambs thriller, I think they would have been much better received if that was the case. Well, Silence of the Lambs is also considered a psychological horror. Again, that's fine. You know what I But mean? if you advertise it more as a thriller as opposed to a horror, you're not going to get people who expect to see ghosts and monsters and gore and stuff go in there and be like, oh, there's not any of that in this.
0: Yeah, I so. think thriller and horror are close Thorin, enough together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should just call it Thor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like we could argue, and we have, yeah, uh, about the difference between the two. Which look, we talked about what... Top Gun for
2: twenty minutes. All right? we can yeah. argue about this. Right. No, again, I'm not saying either one's wrong. I'm saying if you advertise something and you don't deliver the key tenets of that genre, people are going to inherently be upset with it.
0: I think in 2022, people aren't going to see thrillers.
2: Yeah, I, agree. I think you'd be better to get someone in. Well, a yeah, seat because for we have true crime documentaries on Netflix every day. Those are our thrillers. Right. Well, I think They're it's just like, not filled
1: with bad acting. <laughs> Good uh, point. Yeah, oh,
2: real life shit.
1: <laughs> do they still do reenactments? I know, watch yes. true crime. Oh. Well, do nine one one style? Yes, that's what Unsolved I'm hoping mystery for. Style.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Watch a um, dark side of the ring. The uh, the wrestling uh-huh. vice documentaries.
1: They do reenactments on those. Love it's it. Funny. Okay, uh, I watched. You know, I did watch one of those The one about the plane ride. The plane ride from hell. Yeah, because I think that was because it was free on YouTube. Yeah, I think it's generational, right? Like in the '90s, no one was going to see horror, so everything was a thriller. And now everyone's thrillers played out, so now everything's a horror movie. And in like 20 years, everything will go back Michael to being thrillers. like no, it's not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am convinced that horror had such a bad stigma back then with the mainstream audience that they would probably press people to change them into thrillers. I agree. So they'd be more profitable and more marketable.
2: I would not doubt that at all. Yeah, yeah. I would say you're probably you probably have hit at least 60 of all horror movies are getting made yeah and now i think
0: it's flipped i think people mm-hmm. are cool with horror and like thrillers like they just don't make them like they used to
1: yeah and one know? day it'll flip again yeah and then we'll be on this podcast raging against it <laughs> i'm just glad i liked
2: this movie because i accidentally hit buy instead of rent good for <laughs> so you. i spent 15 <laughs> bucks on this flick and i was like "Ooh, this better be good but i will tell you this though and mark i'm sure you're gonna are you gonna go with the um imdb description or i've got the vhs copy okay the itunes description made this movie sound like a fucking banger Yeah,
1: it's because it is. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out
2: true. I don't know if it'd go that far, but um, it... The, the the description made this sound way cooler than it actually ended up being, but I still enjoyed it.
1: Well, while I didn't use it to watch the movie, I do own the 2005 DVD of this because uh, we're all old on this podcast. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I
2: bought it when it first came out. You own the movie, yet you were too lazy to put the disc no. in because you wanted a to... digital
0: uh, video disc.
1: Yeah, uh, Garrett, it wow. is 2022. I'll be goddamn if I'm watching a 480p movie.
0: <laughs> You're right. Our okay. eyes are already
1: shitty enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so it's just a quality of life thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I watched the special features on the DVD, so I did get it out. And I was like, is my TV broken? What is happening? <laughs> what Why is so <laughs> ugly? One of my
2: notes in here was basically, man, we have come so far when it comes to Steadicam because there's a, a shot where they're on the, the uh, bayou, like driving is doing a pan shot. Yeah. That fucking shot was so jumpy and choppy. I was like, oh, man, Steadicam technology has come <laughs> so far in the past 10 years. Most
0: definitely. Well, here's what the back of the VHS copy of The Skeleton Key has to say. The best thriller of the year, says Sean Edwards of Fox TV. Fox TV? What the Thriller. I'm just going to point that out there. I don't know. Fox TV. What the fuck is that?
1: Is that just the whole network?
0: (laughs) Every affiliate. (laughs) Sean, what do you got to say for the channel? (laughs) Kate Hudson stars in The Skeleton Key, a supernatural thriller that weaves a tale of terror and suspense. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has an exclamation point, so that's why I really gave it that. When Caroline Ellis takes a job in Louisiana's bayous, she unlocks a deadly secret involving magic, conjure, and sacrifice that pulls her into a terrifying world of strange... Oh, that's a comma, not a period. (laughs) You know what? This image that I'm looking at, John, definitely 480p. (laughs) Definitely 480p. Pulls her into a terrifying world of strange, frightening, and unexplained incidents. The key to escaping may lie in a decrepit attic, but if she dares to believe in what she discovers, everything she fears will become real. Filled with endless suspense and bone-chilling scares, hold on for this terrific ride with one of the best twists since... The Sixth Sense. And I knew that was coming because it Mm. definitely feels like we're, you know, we're in the fallout of the Sixth Sense era. So many of these movies came out wanting to be the next Sixth Sense.
1: I mean, if you like kind of work backwards, right, it was probably written only a couple of years after the Sixth Sense came out. Sixth Sense was 99. This was 2005. Like,
2: Oh, everyone was writing that (laughs) Sixth Sense thing for years. But just real quick, Mark, I went ahead and uh, was like, no, this is bullshit. When he said one of the best thrillers of 2005. I looked up 2005 thrillers, and this might be one of the best ones of 2005. We have Archangel, The Quiet, Hard Candy, The Cave, The Fog, Flight Plan, Hide and Seek, Dark Waters, Red Eye, The Devil's Rejects. Wrong. Um, That's not a thriller. That's a horror (laughs) movie, period. Um,
1: Funny how that works, though. How sometimes uh, they can be misclassified.
2: uh, Skeleton Key, The Constant Gardener, V for Vendetta, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, Stealth. Look, I'm just going to go on record and say this was a bad time for horror. Because
0: we were mostly getting remakes of Japanese things. Yeah. Yeah. And actually the Ring s- Two
2: is here and
0: so is oh Saw Two this year. Yeah, mm. I didn't I did not like horror in the mid to early two thousands. I thought yeah. most of it was
1: bleh. Next is Beverly Rose was a banger though. We didn't I all... don't know if it was. I like that one. On revisit, I didn't fight, like it fight, as much. Fight, uh fight. anyway. But you know, I will say probably the best thriller out of that list was Hard Candy. That was a fucked up. Hard movie. Candy was a weird ass yeah. movie,
0: yeah. Second best thriller of the year. Yeah, it doesn't Mr. Have to... Sean Edwards, <laughs> according to John of the <laughs> Great Talk.
1: Yeah, like I know. That you talk for all of Fox Network <laughs> apparently no but out of that list this is definitely one of the,
2: the best films on there so I can I can see why
1: That's got quote sounds made up. I can't get past that. Fox TV. (laughs) You couldn't even come up with like... uh, Let's circle back. Yeah. Let's
0: keep talking
2: about this. There was a a time when Fox was really trying to separate their TV and their movies. But in
1: 2005, you couldn't look the shit up. So they could just make up whatever you want, right? anything
2: goes. Well, this was put out
0: by Universal. So it wasn't like they were sniffing (laughs) their own farts or anything. That
1: would have been awesome, man. (laughs) Did you know I was
2: a a fighter pilot during 2005, John? Uh, Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you go to the danger zone? (laughs) <laughs> no, <laughs> I
0: was too scared.
1: Yeah, for your ready five fighter.
0: Please take uh, exit 135B to get to the danger
1: zone
2: right next to the Laquita. Yeah, Let's <laughs>
1: talk about this damn movie. I know there's a highway, but what are, what are the mass transit options? 30 minutes in and we have not hit this film yet. <laughs> All right, look. You take a subway to the danger zone or? <laughs> the, subway, the red line to the danger zone,
0: please. <sighs> this movie is very good. I think the rewatchability of it, much like the Sixth Sense, drops off the enjoyment once you know what the twist is. Yeah, it's still good, but it's not as. Now, and that's my revisit score. I okay. still think this one's definitely worth checking out if you've never. So you've seen, seen this it. before, then? I watched it when it came out. I thought it was one of the best thrillers of 2005.
1: So, I, I concurred. Yeah. I bought it. It yeah. doesn't really come. Dude, up. this was
2: not anywhere close on my radar.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to declare right now, cult classic. <laughs> okay uh, Fair. uh yeah uh now I, I have a question for you mark uh okay. in a a twist ranking mm. the others skeleton key which one got you oh more? god
2: i knew you were gonna bring this up i this has very others vibes they're close right they're yeah. what like three years
1: apart or something yeah, like that. yeah 2002 <laughs> versus five this one yeah
0: this one by far because i mean maybe there was just the the taintness of rewatching watching it that was so boring the taint <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah. The twist is good in that movie, sure. Yeah. But the rest of the movie falls flat right. for me. This one, <laughs> I like her discovering as she goes along, learning about hoodoo, mm-hmm. and then slowly realizing that she believes in it, right? Yeah. So I like that path that Kate Hudson's character Caroline takes throughout the movie. I find it interesting and it compelling me. To get through the hour 45 that this movie
2: is that was my favorite part of this film and they did not lean into it near as hard enough as i wanted them to you can you can not always choose to believe something but just by involving yourself in something you slowly start to kind of infect yourself with it and then again it's and maybe it's because we see so much fucking right-wing bullshit propaganda happening to people that we used to love and know that like you're not crazy why would you believe this bullshit and you're like holy crap you know like the parallel between that And like how she kind of came across the hoodoo and started like getting him just indoctrinated into it by accident. Was really impactful, and I kind of wish they would have leaned a little bit more into that uh, in this movie, but they didn't really do that. But I thought that was fucking great. I think they gave it to you at the end there. They they do. When but she calls again, her friend, is like, "It's all real. Yeah. I see dead. I people, know, but I wish. <laughs> I, but I wish they hadn't gone so like blatantly like and scene. Do you guys get it? Cool. We're moving on. It was like yeah. I wish she would have like kind of like slowly like when she had walked up to that gas station. I wish she would have hesitated when he was like, "Oh no, so man has laid his fuss and she would have been like, uh, "No, why don't you go for?" I would have liked to seen her. Slowly start to question it more before that point where she was like, "It's all real."
0: Maybe, maybe if they had peppered that in prior to sure, but by the time that that third act happens, like you can't slow down. Oh no, that you down. can't slow you down. You have down to keep all. going yeah. until you crash into the end.
2: Oh, I looked at the time on a certain point. I was like, "When are we gonna get?" I was like, "Oh, they have got to have some reveals coming up because." I've yeah. got 30 minutes left. You know, like, what are you guys going to do now? I know when this did come out when they were saying hoodoo and
0: I was like, don't they mean voodoo? Like 2005 me had never really yeah. understood. There was another thing oh, called voodoo. That's interesting. Right? First I heard so of voodoo. Was... I, I also enjoyed that the movie kind of it gives you that ex- explanation. You know, voodoo is more centric around a religious belief where yeah. voodoo is more magical. Both are kind of mixed African beliefs, pagan Caribbean. traditions, ancient worships and different European yeah. things.
2: I read a lot of Hellboys, So I came across a. lot of stuff like this back in the day. So kind of like learned it, but I never knew like it was like legit. Sometimes I was like, maybe this is made up for storytelling.
0: I don't know. There's just something about listening about the, the mixing of all these different things to build your own It's interesting.
2: Yeah, I kind of like that better because it's not so much like ours is the right way. Yours is the wrong way. It's more just kind of like, hey, these all kind of we've all stumbled across some things that work. Maybe we kind of put that shit together. It's like going to the religious buffet and taking things and putting it
0: on your plate and be like, this is mine. It's
1: the holy golden corral, if you will.
0: (laughs) Right next to the chocolate
2: fountain.
1: Love the chocolate fountain.
2: Only two exits down from the danger zone. Ah! (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, Golden Corral firmly in the danger zone. <laughs> from my waistline, am I right? Yeah. Hey! I'm trying to not get food poisoning. <coughs>
0: oh, that too. Yeah. If I had one criticism of the movie, I would have liked a little more of, of the exploration of hoodoo. Like, the yes, supernatural aspect We see a little, see a little trinkets here and there. We see rings. We see votive figures mm-hmm. hanging from the ceiling and stuff. I would have loved just like at some point, boom, she's in like a hoodoo village, like to really research and learn more and more. We get to yeah. see she somebody. got on that
2: boat and started paddling away at the very yeah. last. I knew we didn't have enough time for it, but I was like, when she saw that shack and there was music coming out of it, and I was like, she's gonna stumble into a hoodoo ceremony and they're gonna be like, "Oh, child, you've got to get out of here!" Like this is all, you know. Like, and right. she would have been like, "Oh, like that would have been the trigger for this is real, right?" Like a group of people doing some like hoodoo rituals.
1: I thought when she went to go see that shaman, uh, was it Jill's? aunt that they would have done more exposition but even that scene was very Well no very that wasn't quick. Joel's
2: aunt but her aunt shocked at that place.
1: Oh alright. Yeah that, uh, that
2: lady was. Are you talking about the laundromat that was in yes. front four yeah. hoodoo market? It was like mm-hmm. a very fast mm-hmm. scene
1: though. I thought we'd get more play with that person but yeah. they were like yeah you know use the brick dust and uh, don't believe in it and good luck. Now I did <laughs> love the fact that, that the way that actress played it. She didn't do
2: the whole like oh beware this is all real. She was like no straight up this is it. Like she didn't she didn't make it like to be a big production. She was like, no, the break dust is this. This is this. Blah, blah, blah. Like, like you're the outsider. I don't have to explain shit to you. Because when she went into that place, she's like, so it's all psychological. And she's like, mm, honey. Viewing this movie through
0: the lens of the outsider, that works. You know? Oh, I mean? yeah. What does it say about the movie that we we wanted more? Like, we, yeah. we liked what we got. But man, it would have been nice to just have a little bit more of that. They took so much of the
2: wrong parts of it, honestly.
0: Well, this one kicks off with Caroline... Saying goodbye to a patient, right? She's sitting in a hospice of some, some sort, yeah. and, and she's with she's, a gentleman who's on his last breath. She's and he's reading Treasure Island to him. But then he passes, and the nurse, she's like, hey, so-and-so just passed. And she's like, eh, what are you going to do? You know, kind of that vibe. Yeah. And then they go and throw away his stuff out in a back dumpster, and you see that that's as common occurrence for this place, is like, these people don't have any family that want to come get their belongings or any of that. It's like, really sets this somber, sad tone for this film.
2: A couple times in this movie they're like like, you know, these people deserve to die was no one deserves to die alone and I was like, I mean, why not? I mean like I don't know, are you guys afraid of dying alone? Is that something you worry about? It not, would, to, not to bring the tone down
0: or you know, yeah. but mean, it'd be nice to have someone there as I go, sure.
1: Huh. What I mean? just don't care. I mean, I feel like it's not an original thought, but at the end of the day, everybody, you die alone. Like, that's just what you do. No one's dying yeah. with you. Like, you know, I mean, it'd be, I guess it'd be nice to be yeah, around my loved ones.
0: I guess it also comes down to, like, how fearful of death are you? You want to get into it? We can get into it. But, like, this is like, you
2: know. <laughs> that should be a mini episode because that's <laughs> going to be a whole
0: different tangent. People are very scared of dying because of the unknown. Is it the end? Is there something else? Yeah. Is there hoodoo, voodoo magic? Whatever. You know, like, what is there for us after And I think that hits a lot of people differently. So being with someone that can comfort you on your way out to whatever happens after, if anything happens after, is something people take a lot of uh, comfort in. That's true, you know? Yeah,
1: I just try to think like, I mean, I didn't mind being dead before I was born. So I assume I won't mind being dead when I'm dead.
0: And which is why I'm angry that I was wrenched out of unconsciousness <laughs> and given consciousness. <laughs> yeah. I was a-okay not existing before this shit. And now I got to deal with Trump. And other I'll bullshit. You,
1: exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if anything, consciousness has been a real fucking burden.
0: And you know what they say in this movie? Don't pity the dead, pity the living. And they're absolutely fucking right. Mm-hmm. No, fuck that shit. We got Bluebell ice cream. <laughs> we okay. live in the dream, well, baby. There's Woo! there's a couple good things in the fucking yeah. sheer darkness <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah, it's cool to be alive. I don't want people to think I'm suicidal or anything, but, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you're going to spend Ice a lot cream, more time not being alive. Sexy so.
2: ladies, If someone
1: movies. asked me,
0: I would probably chose not, but I'm here, so I got to deal with it. You know? yeah, oh,
1: what was that movie, uh, the Soul one from Pixar? Kitties. Soul. Soul, is that what it's called? Yeah. Yes, that's you. You're the fucking Ellen character, Puppy right? You're like, nah, I'm good. Yeah,
0: I'm totally good. You you've named off all the good things
2: yet? Or are we yeah, keep <laughs> going, what are you
1: singing? Like these are a few of my favorite things. <laughs>
2: Just trying to balance out your guys like Hey, you asked the question. Hey, I just wanted a quick yes or no.
1: How do you ask a question that, like, philosophical? Can you keep your answer down to three words, please? (laughs) (laughs) Two
0: words or less. So, anyways, back to the plot. So,
2: she's really bothered by this, though. Like, she really has a problem with the fact that people are so dismissive of just people dying. You find out that her dad passed. Alone. And she was not there to comfort him in his time of passing. Oh, no. Another main character with issues they didn't go to
0: therapy over. Most people don't. I
1: know. Yeah, especially in 2005.
0: Who's affording therapy? on a
1: fucking hospice worker. Well, I, I, I wish it would be
2: a great point if we could actually like cue in that like dial a help thing that like supports so many podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> right. well,
1: I'll tell you what, you know what? We were talking about a lot of shitty things that have happened, you know, throughout all time. Uh, but one of the better changes in culture has been the acceptance of going to therapy. Yes. In 2005, man, nobody was going. And if they did, they were keeping that Dude, shit on in the DL.
2: the 90s, DL. people were terrified to say they went to therapy. Shout out to my parents who went to fucking marriage counseling. I was forbidden to speak of it. Yeah, I was like, no I was- one could know what it was like. Who gives a shit? You guys are doing something about your problems. Rad. We still had Billy Crystals
0: making analyze this and that around this time. <laughs> yeah. You <know>? Billy Crystals. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's yeah. more of them. It was like a real secret, shameful thing. Now everyone's like, yeah, I was talking to my therapist and right on for mental health people. <laughs>
0: yeah. At least we've made that progress. Yeah.
1: Yes. Go America and the world. I don't know. I only can speak for American culture. <laughs> we I have to assume... talk about everything but this movie today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Caroline takes a job out of the wanted section of the paper where it's looking for a full-time in-house hospice caretaker. We find out that the Devereaux family, uh, Violet and Ben, live in this house that was inherited from, uh, not inherited, but purchased Purchase. from a couple of siblings, brother and sister, who couldn't afford it in the 60s anymore.
2: Yeah. They, I had to look up hospice care to find out what that actually entailed. I had no idea it was so in-depth. It's oh like man. everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is.
0: It's full-time care. Yeah, it's that's a big crazy. Deal.
2: This takes place in like the swamps, deep part of Louisiana. This is... The South, South.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's the New Orleans adjacent area. Yes, areas. exactly. Um, Everyone's got the, to... the New Orleans accent. Love yeah. me, New Orleans. I love it, you, oh, city. Really? One of my oh. favorite places. I think to go, we've dude. talked
2: about this, but I fucking hate it. Not, I don't hate the people oh. of New Orleans. I don't hate New Orleans, but the swamp and that kind of creepy atmosphere. Oh, I so cannot cool. mentally handle it,
0: dude. You give me the gumbo. You give me yeah, the shrimp creel. Fuck I yeah. fucking love me some Cajun style food. You give me you love the, the tri- daddy. Take it, Hell man. Yeah, man. Suck them brains. Let's go. T- you got Zydeco music, you've got jazz, you've got street. I performances. want you to a has got like
2: a really buff crawdad on it. It says crawdaddy on it. I'm in. <laughs> Let's do uh, it. Yeah.
1: No, this movie gains like 25 points for being set in New Orleans, especially right after Hurricane it's Katrina. It's such a great
2: location to put a horror movie, especially if you're going to dabble in voodoo and hoodoo mm-hmm. and stuff like that it started and I have a note that was like, man, I'm so glad we're back in the swamp because we don't get enough of these movies placed here. And I don't know if it's because we overdid it at one point, but yeah, this is a extremely perfectly creepy setting for any kind of thriller or horror movie. And oh. hatchet took it there. Oh yeah. Like comically, yeah. but you yes. know, that was set in the same time. So mm-hmm. Swamp
1: thing like, mm-hmm. from the eighties <laughs> <laughs> return of swamp thing. Yeah. yeah. Making my heart sing. So uh.
0: <laughs> Louisiana, I love you. Hope you're doing good after getting those tornadoes that we got. Yeah. So yeah, hang in there. Hope everybody's good.
1: I also have to say the soundtrack for this movie double slaps incredibly good. Okay. Yes, you're right. Except when they started playing Ico Ico,
2: I was like, if fucking Dustin Hoffman doesn't come in here and rain man, this situation, I'm going to be pissed off because that song should never be used again. Unless it's in reference to Rain Man, because it is so iconic, it's hard to not see it and hear it.
1: Nah, I liked it here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay.
2: But yes, the soundtrack is actually, it fits so well. I love that old creepy blues. Yeah, sound. and
1: they used a lot of bands from the New Orleans area to oh. record the audio for this. Oh, that's was one cool. of the special features on said DVD. It was cool to see. And then I looked them up, and some of them are still around. I was like, holy shit, good for y'all. You know, I had to look it up because I couldn't see it at 480p. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> the record that they play at the end of this film was super fucking creepy. With the chanting of Papa Justify.
1: It is time, Lord, take me. From the dry dust, break me. Out of these chains, bring me. From the devil's house, take me. Out of darkness, walk me. Out of blindness, lift me. Out of sadness, save me. From my damnedness, please, Lord.
2: Great question on that. Do you know how complicated and hard it is to press vinyl? How the hell at that time did they press this record and do a limited run <laughs> like of these at that time and place with that technology out in the swamp? Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, I'm, I know I'm overanalyzing it, magic. but that pissed me off because it was like everyone had a copy of this record. I was like, wait a minute. It is extremely difficult to press vinyl. It wasn't back then.
0: Uh, in fact, records aren't made the same way back then that they are now. They actually had discs and they could just put it down, hit record, and it would scratch the sounds into the record. Really? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Another example of this, probably uh, close to the same time period, not quite, but there's the movie called The King's Speech. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they actually do that too. Like he records. Is that how the they did the phonographs talk. back in the day? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. So it's like
2: that. So it, it it's not as crazy as it seems. Yeah. Okay. Like wax cylinders and shit. Right. You just just etch it into it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Never mind. Yeah. That I'm just an idiot. Yeah. I'm uneducated. Just the have... history of vinyl. But they still did a fucking limited EP release of this, <laughs> and it's not like, well, yo, there's... we got 27 copies. Pick it up at our shows. There was only one. <laughs> no, because what's her face had one. The old lady in the uh, well, gas she was station. She... For it. No, yeah, she was the she one that it. she didn't have.
0: You, if you had that, you wouldn't. Be talking about
2: it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. okay. I thought she was listening to one. That's why she got attracted she was to, listening the back room.
1: to one, but not that one.
2: Yeah, she got oh. others of Papa Justifies' uh, catalog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so he's got a whole catalog. Yeah. Where's
0: yeah. the box set coming out? That's she was, what, I that's I what know. Know. She,
1: she was scouring eBay, look, which was waiting. new at the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: the history of vinyl is actually pretty fascinating. You should go watch a documentary on it and seeing how it's changed over the years. Yeah. Okay. It's Mark cool. just
1: told us to educate ourselves. <laughs> yeah, that's fine.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty uneducated. So Caroline comes to this plantation uh, more or less you know it's just like a giant place on the swamp land that's what it
1: used to be and now it's a house right
0: a gated area Uh, she meets the family lawyer Luke Marshall who's like hey we've tried out several different workers you know caretakers and none of them stick around just heads up Violet's a little aggressive if you yeah. will if you want to make a difference though this is where you could do it because this guy ben is like on his way out
1: yep and also that she pays a thousand dollars a week which is that was crazy money, money back in 2005 yeah, that's yeah. A lot of fucking crazy but money it's also now. a lot of
0: work
2: though evidently once i looked up hospice care
0: yeah most definitely yeah but yeah that's good cash but again like we said caroline is just ready to make a difference in someone's life because she's kind of making up for that Moment she didn't have the opportunity with her father, yeah. So she comes in, she kind of gets the lay of the land. Violet's really looking her up and down, judging the the worth of her as a person, you know. Oh, you young girl, you know, you don't know the ins and outs of this house. And shout
2: out to the writer of this flick because um, the way they wrote Violet. A lot of times these characters, when they, like, come out and, like, like oh, I'm the owner of this place, you know, like, sit down for something, comfort foot, you know, like, Violet, when she says, like, you don't know how the house works, like, it was so authentic. It really was that kind of, like, old people getting their ways about, like, their lifestyles and stuff like that, and they did a really good job of making Violet not seem like a dick, but also making her rough around the edges just because, like... This is how things work here. I know? think the
0: acting overall was very good. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, um, I thought everybody did a, a bang up job.
1: I wish, like when uh, Violet was given her like the third degree, she would have been like Caroline would have been like don't turn violet violet little Willy Wonka <laughs> call back there that would have been awesome oh boy you think you got a
0: golden ticket <laughs> child yeah <laughs> Jesus there's Christ, so much guys. they could have done it was right there yeah think what she,
2: if they just read this movie as Willy Wonka This like let five caretakers come in and the one who basically made it all the way through gets <laughs> the one that gets take care of Ben ah dude Caroline could go to the fucking
0: bucket house because there's three paraplegics in there that won't get out of bed oh and a Grandpa Joe
1: right you know what would have been great is if John Hurt was like Grandpa Joe and then like at the end of this movie just stands up up. He's Start like, you know what? <laughs>
0: when he's about to fall off that roof, he drinks some fizzy lifting drink yeah. and just floats off into Christ. the sky. Okay,
2: back to <laughs> the movie. I'm sorry, he, I, I'm sorry. He
0: I just jumps
1: out of bed. I heard there was candy. Uh,
0: <laughs> I will tap dance right now for some Reese's Pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Fucking gr- Pieces. Yeah. We've had this conversation. Yeah. We're not getting this fucking again.
1: Grandpa Joe. You could have been working this whole time.
0: <laughs> the real villain of that film, yeah, is hell yeah. Grandpa Joe, <laughs> lazy bastard. <laughs> but that's a podcast for another day.
1: Yeah, join us for Wonka Talk
0: mm <laughs> So she leaves, and I think at this point, lawyer Marshall has got to call her back and say, hey, look, they'll take you in.
1: Yeah, Violet's like a real just total dick to her, and she's like, you're not even fucking from the South. And she's like, oh, I'm from New Orleans. She's like, bitch, not originally.
0: She she says New Jersey. No, she first,
1: she says, I came from New Orleans, and then Violet goes, you weren't born there. Yeah, yeah, Violet's all right. And she's like, all right, you're right. I'm from New Jersey. She's like, fucking New Jerseyans.
2: It's been great she had a really heavy New Jersey accent.
1: (laughs) Hey, forget about it, Ben. Uh, I'm here to wash your hubby <laughs> And she's like Do you think This person from New Jersey Is going to be able to Take care of This fucking house And so she's like You know what I don't need to take this shit I could go somewhere else And take this shit But <laughs> with the power of hindsight Watching this
0: again Kind of understanding Why she's grilling her Yes And the purpose That Caroline's going to serve And their greater plan
1: Now in hindsight I wonder if Violet is setting herself up To be the villain So that Caroline Can get can feel like the savior to get the belief that's needed oh. for the end of this movie to happen. Like this is all part of the plan,
0: right? She explains it at the end. That's yes. exactly what's going on. They had to breadcrumb her along, right? You know,
1: so it's all a front. The lawyers like, look, just, just, just take this job. It's a lot of money. I'm going to be around, and she's like, you know, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this for the money and because that guy really looks like he needs some help. Uh, yeah, and the she- whole, the whole like.
2: The whole baggage of her dad kind of kicks in because she kind of sees Ben sitting there and she's like, oh, I can't just, I can't abandon him the way I did my dad. This is a chance to make amends. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about the house,
0: right? So this is like an 1800s Victorian style plantation mansion, right? There's three people living in this giant plantation. Yeah. Who's cleaning this thing? Uh, It doesn't look like it ever gets cleaned. Two people,
2: not counting the lawyer because the lawyer doesn't
0: even actually live there. He lives in town. Right. Right. You're right. And one's bedridden. So we've got Violet and Caroline.
1: Well, yeah, I think to your point, nobody. I mean, a lot of the house was decrepit and run down and probably closed off. And Caroline
2: even comments on that. Again, the writers did a really good job of well, except for visual stuff, they did a really good job of like closing a lot of loopholes that I thought were going to be there. But yeah, no, my OCD was going nuts looking at this house. I was like, I would have to scrub that. I would have to rewire that. I would have to tighten that up. Nope. That would be that would be WD40. Like it drove my OCD crazy how fucked up this place was. Also, I could never even visit there. If we were like, we're going to dinner and stay the night, I'd be like, no.
0: Viola wouldn't let you stay anyway. She's real biff tan and nobody can start this car but me. Kind yeah. of, you know what I mean? Like
1: You wouldn't would... understand how the house works, even as a
2: guest. <laughs> Thank God, so... because I'd be out so fast. Uh, that is the scariest environment to be in at night.
1: Why do I like camping, man? I like swamps. No, but I in like the fucking swamps, that yeah. house, that
0: plant, the, the oh, oh, really? I don't know if you'd want to camp in the swamplands, dude.
1: Well, all right, maybe not. Like camp in the straight out. <laughs> I don't in the know swamp, if this is
2: the kind of place you want to go but, to the bathroom, Mikey.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, I've camped swamp like, from Florida. Turns out, like two thirds of that state is swamp. So, <laughs> so I've camped camp swamp. I've I've, I've, I've camped camp
0: swamp and on <laughs> or something.
1: swamp adjacent. Uh, it's not. I mean, the mosquitoes are the real fucking main <laughs> the hassle real of this flick. I'll tell you what, you're even
2: yeah. with malaria. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, that's like the real
1: horror, right? Is getting eaten, fucking alive. You better have your mosquito
2: net. Yeah, she goes back to pick up her stuff from the city, and she's she's committed to moving out to the plantation now. And so on mm. her way back out, she yeah, her stops at this gives gas her station. Some
1: great rules, by the way. Uh, hold yeah, on. I wrote the them f- down. Uh, oh, her, you wrote
2: them down. Good, because I was like, these are no terrible knitting,
1: rules. no joining a bridge club, no playing bingo.
2: Yeah, get fucked on the last one. Bingo's awesome. Bingo uh, is awesome. You get your buzz yes, on, go play I some agree. bingo, dude. you
0: stigmatize
2: bingo.
1: My yes. Notes, I like bingo. <laughs> <laughs> nice note, dude. Uh, so fuck that rule. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, when she's on her way to the swamp, she pulls out a paper map. I was like, God damn, 2005 is a long time ago. Right.
0: Before we had maps on our yeah. smartphones. Before we even had smartphones. Yeah. So my, oh.
1: my note in all caps was paper map. And I remember when I moved to Austin in 2009, I bought an atlas. Uh, for kids who don't wow. know, that's a book of maps that you, has all the maps of your local area. Uh, I wonder what I did with that. I'm sure I threw it away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's in an antique shop waiting for a time traveler to find and buy yeah. and go back and make some real money. Put some money on the cubbies. You know what I'm saying?
2: Anyway. So she stops at this gas station and honestly, I liked this scene but this was also a completely throwaway scene other than the fact that we were going to kind of need it later.
1: Yeah, it's also there to introduce the brick dust. This is where she first notices there's right. it's brick our, dust. It's the
0: audience uh, yeah first introduction to the hoodoo it's the
2: fish out of water like what is this new life you know but like,
0: man is this gas station just filled from brim tippy top to the bottom of hoodoo accoutrement
1: yeah it's it's not this movie's fault but i will tell you this it is so hard to take any gas station scene seriously after the cabin in the woods just skewered that whole trope so well Uh, Well,
0: they didn't have the guy come out and be like, you're all doomed.
1: You know, goddamn which war I'm talking about.
0: (laughs) There wasn't any of that. She just kind of stumbles in and is creeped out by stuff she doesn't understand.
1: Yeah, which is a trend now. Uh, We see very early that Caroline just walks into whatever room she wants. And it's not true. She says hello 17 times before she does it anyway. But but, Yes. Okay.
2: I just walk the fuck in. I hate when movies go like, hello, hello. Like after the third one, stop. No one's answering you. I've
1: been to gas stations where like the attendants out back, maybe on their smoke break or whatever. I don't just walk into the back room like, are you in here? (laughs) I'm here in
0: the
2: employee's lounge.
0: I need some service.
2: She basically gets exposed to this stuff, but has, she doesn't ask a single question. She's just weirded out by it and then leaves and goes to the house. Now she's officially living at this house now.
0: Right. So so they're running through the the day-to-day routines that Caroline's going to have to do with Ben. Um, Like we said, he can't walk. He can't speak. He had a stroke, supposedly, that hit both sides of his body. Yeah, And Violet is making what she calls Ben's remedies.
1: Yeah, I love... Calling medicine yes. remedies. I was like, you know what? I should always say that remedies like, and
0: concoctions. I love honey, when people do. Honey, that. Honey, pass me that remedy. Oh, you mean your Coke Zero, idiot? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My remedy.
1: Yeah, I have <laughs> <laughs> a headache. I'm gonna take that Tylenol remedy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. we should bring it back. Yeah, remedies. Call that stuff that way. Yeah, remedies. Great. So she's feeding Ben, feeding, administering this yeah. like clear milky, clear milky, or two
2: different things. This milky <laughs> liquid. It's so, basically water with like pills. Yeah. Um, um, Dissolved in it. There is a
1: cut scene where it's showing her make the remedies. I'm glad they cut it because it's really boring. But they are legit pills from like a pill bottle that she is mashing up in a a grinder and then putting in a cup with water so he can drink. So are these actively
2: sedating him, keeping him more...
1: Yes. I, I think yes, so. they are. Yeah. Yes, they are. Okay.
2: Because the thing is, she's like, are you, did you make, because later on, he co- he gets out of his room.
1: Right. He stops taking the remedies. And it, well,
2: he doesn't stop. He may not have swallowed them all the way because she, she says, you have to make sure he drinks all of it. And then at that scene later when he escapes, she's like, did you verify he drank everything? And she's like, I thought I did. And so the thing is, is like, yeah, she is actively keeping him sedated until he kicks the mm. bucket. And this
0: movie is going to slowly and delicately piece doubt in the viewer's mind. You know what I mean? I think at first it's like, okay, this this old lady is really caring about her husband, but just as the time rolls on, you're like, oh no, oh no, oh no! This woman sucks. You know, and it starts to turn her into the: is she doing him harm? Is yeah. she doing this
2: on purpose?
1: I think it's pretty fast, though. It's you like think it's fast? because, like, the next night is when he escapes.
2: It's a real Annie Wilkes situation from Misery, though. Like, you kind of like, wait, is she on the up and up here? You start to get, you get seeds of doubt that Violet maybe not that she's hiding something, but maybe there's, she's going hard on something for whatever reason she has, and you're not clear what that is. So it does, you're right, it does plant a lot of doubt in the viewer's mind of like, what's Violet's game here? She's-
0: maybe not that she's the villain or more of like seeds of questions of like, why is she doing this? Yes. Right.
1: We know yeah. that she's doing some fucked up shit because so after she gets a tour of the house, right? So let's, let's we fast forward some and Caroline's like, hey, where are all the mirrors? Because she's, uh, she's getting this tour. She sees that there's like a discoloration where mirrors were hanging mm-hmm. for obviously, you know, years. And uh, Violet's like, you know, when you're old you don't want to see images of yourself looking old. And I was like, yeah, I get that. Same.
0: <laughs> I shattered every mirror in my house (laughs) exactly years ago
1: yeah i turned 30 (laughs) it was like get me the hammer and she's like but if you want a small personal mirror you know have at it but don't put these fucking mirrors back i'll tell you that much if i see a mirror i'm gonna be upset and caroline's like all right i got it fuck mirrors and then they go up to the attic and they're like here's you know all the shit um and and uh oh by the
0: way here's your skeleton key that opens every
2: door in the house
1: except One. And then she goes up there one day and she's looking around the attic. It's just standard
2: old place. That's where she sees all the mirrors and she's like, Okay, this is fucking weird, right? Then she sees a, a door which is behind a bookshelf which seems to be trying to open itself and she goes to touch the handle and there's like white paint or dust on the handle and she's like, okay, dust. this is weird. She puts her skeleton key in. It doesn't
1: quite work and she goes to Violet. She's like, what's in there about? like, I don't know. We don't go in that room. Exactly. So after the tour in the attic bit, uh, this is the night of John Hurt escaping, right? So it, it, we see some Kate Hudson side boob as she's taking a shower. Yes, we do. Uh, mm-hmm. And then she hears like a rustling sound and she's like, well, that's fucking weird. Um, so she gets dressed, she goes and she opens the door, and John Hurt's gone. Uh, she unlocks, unlocks the door, unlocks the door, right into sorry. John
2: Hurt's room, and he's gone. And the window's open,
1: right. And so she's like, "Jesus, no, no." Oh. Also, it's raining very heavily. Okay. Can we
2: talk about the other room she checks for John Hurt in? Because she looks in that room, looks in another room, which is basically a single chair with books piled all over it, like your classic, like creepy, like mm-hmm. finally I can read all these books library. Mm-hmm. Then she opens another door, which is like baby dolls strewn across the floor, like a rocking horse. <laughs> covered in dust and like cobwebs and I was like whatever this room is needs to be locked up and boarded like yeah. this
1: never needs to be opened ever. If there's a second room the skeleton key shouldn't work on it's <laughs> yes, that, that one. <laughs> she opened it up and then left and I was like no 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 go back right. <laughs> like yeah. that room is something Yeah, way to release Annabelle thanks a lot <laughs> uh, she sees the window open she looks out and sees John hurt, like trying to escape from this the roof. Uh, and so he can
2: only crawl he's like
1: right. basically his arms can move but he can only drag his lower half. So it's like a two story house or it's i think it's it's two right two mm-hmm. stories yeah. um and he's not on counting the, the attic yeah. right so he's on the second story and under his window is like a uh, an awning type thing he has fallen to my window <laughs> he's fallen onto that awning and he's like sliding and then he just he slips it falls well, and that is well. he throws fall. himself off no, does no he, he does because oh, yeah, yeah. He, he looks back and she's like She's like, Man, don't move! Man, don't move! And like, and then he kind of looks
2: at her. Like, she's like, I'll come get you. And that's when he kind of looks at the ground, looks at her, and he goes, Deuces! And like, wings himself over the edge. And I thought he cut his leg because I the way it too. made it sound a rip. But like, he lands in this bush, is now on the ground. She runs and goes bangs on Violet's door, and she's like, Ben got out! You gotta help! And then she runs downstairs, grabs Ben in the the
1: soaking rain mud. Uh, she finds his sheets all bundled up. She opens it up, and he had re- he's written, Help me. Uh, like in dirt? Or what did he From write it in? the potted plant next to Because oh. he broke that potted plant to write it. Oh, shit. Look at that. Okay, man. Yeah. This movie is Again, on fire. this movie did a really good job yeah. of
2: fucking making sure all the plot holes were legit covered.
1: Schrodinger's plant. I didn't think <laughs> when they <laughs> had shown it. Uh, anyway, so yeah, he wrote, help me. And she's like, well, that's that's like she's like, okay, some this is some shady shit. And she now, goes and hides those sheets. Yeah, she hides them in the, the wardrobe.
0: So this sets her off on the path of I've got to get into that locked room. Because it was revealed that he's had his stroke. Ben was upstairs in the attic. Yes. yes. So she's like, one and one equals two, god dang it. And she's like, I'm getting in that room. So she goes in there with like a pair of tweezers and pulls out what looks like a piece of a key. Yep. And she lines one it up with her skeleton key. key but I'm not quite sure how it just magnetic itself back together. Cause then she can use the key. No, and no, it no, opens no. The
2: door. Okay. So I can answer this again. I really enjoyed this movie. Okay. Um, so she couldn't get her key to turn and fit properly in the, the lock because we only see two keys, but there is a third skeleton key that another character has one of his teeth on his skeleton key broke off. So when she uses the hairpin, she pulls out that tooth of the skeleton key, which was blocking it from turning, hers getting all the way in. I see. So when she removed that piece, hers then fit perfectly inside of it, and she could turn it. She removed the block. Yes, exactly. I thought she put her key back together. Like, no, 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 no. So yeah, no I mean, now she holds it up, key. and sees like, oh, this is a piece of the skeleton key. And then
1: it glows. Yeah, now I have
0: the skeleton key. <laughs> Finally,
1: all the pieces are together. Yeah, now she's the queen of the house. It's like a whole Excalibur situation. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Well, she gets in there, and uh, just... On point with the other hoodoo gas station, we've got mm-hmm. all this uh, accoutrement laying around.
2: Uh, not Finds- laying around. This shit, you've got fucking mummified people
1: hanging from the ceiling. You've got bones on the ground. You've
2: got... A nice
0: collection of hoodoo vinyl.
1: Yeah. It yeah. goes hard. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, you know what? I'm going to take these. And she steals the vinyl. Well, the one vinyl uh, record. And it was
0: called the Record of Conjuring of Sacrifice. Yes. Recorded in 1920. And then throughout the, her stay at this place, she'll start to ask about photos that she sees of people that no longer live there. And that's kind of what kicks off that, like, why do you have
2: photos of people
0: who don't live
2: here? And she's like, well, we like to pay our respects. That was when she, when she Mm. first decided to fully move in, uh, Violet was showing her around. And this was actually pretty cool because I, she picks up a picture of these two white kids and we're talking like 10, 12 maybe. And she's like, who are these? And like, oh, those are the, those are the people. We bought the place from. They were the previous, you know, owners. Blah blah blah. Right, and there's and photos then, of them with the help or the servants. Well, the servants thing is, she picks up the the picture frame, and out from behind it comes the unedited, uncropped photo, and you can see that like it's the same exact picture of those two kids, but behind them are two um, black servants.
1: Her next move is okay. I need to go talk to the lawyer. She's like, look. Here's all that happened. I found these sheets. You just need to come look. So the lawyer comes and the sheets are gone. She's like, look what it says. She But the sheet's clean. You're right. Yeah, the sheet that is clean. Me uh, so Violet must have known that this all happened. I don't know how she knew, but she did know. because She swapped out the sheets. Yeah, I didn't know it was Violet at that time. I thought it might have been the ghosts. Oh, I was okay. Because like, I was like,
2: yo, who's fucking with this? But you know, knowing what we know yes. now, it definitely was Violet.
1: The lawyer is like... I don't remember. He basically just like tries to He downplay. brushes it yeah. off.
2: Yeah, like, like, I think you might be a little stressed out, honey pie.
1: And then Violet comes and is like, are you two having sex? <laughs> <laughs> she just immediately jumps to like, well, 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 look what we have here. Because they're both sitting on the bed and yeah. like nowadays you would
2: look at this and you'd be like, there's nothing going yeah. on here. And then the thing is, but she's like, well, I have never in my
1: household seen such debauchery. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they're on the bed, but I mean, they're Can we obviously, we do the rest of the podcast and that, that voice. That'd please? be something. Okay. Uh, uh, like uh, they're, they're both fully dressed though. And like the way they're sitting is just, they had left room for the yes, Lord. Okay. Plenty of room <laughs> for the Holy no Ghost. Way. So she's like, the lawyer is like, you know, here's my card. Uh, if you see some other crazy shit. Just give me a call. I'm here for you. Uh, but I only have eyes for you, Violet, you know. And she goes, whatever. Take your stink somewhere else. Uh, and so he leaves. And then Violet and Caroline. Caroline go to the garden. And Caroline is like, okay, you need to tell me what the fuck's going on here. Yeah,
2: because she's seen the room. She calls yes. her out on the, the room in the attic. Like, I saw the hoodoo room. I oh, didn't call it hoodoo, but they, they, right. I saw the, the fucked up room of death that should basically be a red flag. So I should leave immediately and never come back here. But I'm going to stay.
1: Because of John Hurt. She's like... I she doesn't say it, but I think she's like, Look, I left my father or I didn't get to save him. I'm going to save this old man. Yes. I am not leaving him to whatever foul, intense Violet whatever has. could be going on here, yeah. yeah. And Violet pulls out
2: a, a clove cigarette at this point, and I was like, "God, I miss smoking cloves." I was, I was, I was I damn, was I like, haven't damn. seen a
1: clove in like fifteen since this movie. Like <laughs> They were huge at that yeah. time, though. But yeah, I was
2: like, I was like, "Oh God, sweet cloves, come back."
0: There wasn't an, uh, an event before she gets into the explanation of that room after Caroline had gotten into that secret attic room, she hung up a mirror inside of John Hurt's room or Ben's room. Mm-hmm. And Violet's walking in with a potted plant immediately drops it upon seeing the mirror. Mm-hmm. And then she's just like all wagging finger. I told you we don't do mirrors in this house, Caroline, you know, and starts coming at her and she's like, what? I need to see myself.
2: And she's <laughs> like, we don't do that here. And I thought she did it kind of as a fuck you to Violet, though. Because like, she put one in John's yeah. room. It was
0: definitely antagonistic. John, what's Ben's room?
2: Sorry. Ben's yeah. room. But yeah. Ben's room.
1: Totally agree. She did it. Oh, she dropped the potted plant
2: when she came in that room. So she knew about the potted plant, which means she would have known about the sheet at that oh. point. So
1: damn, Violet's fucking on top of her shit. Also, the screenwriter, you know what? No wonder he went on to make three Transformer movies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, don't hold that against him. This movie's fucking rad.
1: Oh. Uh, uh, this is slowly becoming rad again. It was you, good before. Now it's
2: yeah. I'm like,
0: okay, I see what you're doing here. But you're right. So Caroline uh, confronts Violet who's out on a on a swing, having a little sweep. Well it's a little um, it's a little folding chair. Right.
2: I,
1: yeah, I'm it's, setting a scene like
0: a real smoke, southern
2: here. Smoking you know? a her
1: clove. But uh. and
2: let's point out their house butts up right to a swamp edge like So, you can actually yes. like there's a little boat, a little dinghy, and um, because yeah, Caroline sees Luke, like, where was he going? Or sees Ben, like, where was he going? And she sees that little boat on the swamp, and he's like, oh my God, he was trying to escape. Yeah. And then that's why she goes in the attic and blah, blah, blah. But you're yes. in his boat. There, there you go. <laughs> Everything's... Uh, everyth- yeah, Chekhov's everything in this movie. <laughs> yeah,
1: this movie is really good. God damn.
2: And not to rewind too far,
0: but when she discovers the secret room and all the stuff inside, there is a really good tense moment where Violet is on her way up to catch Caroline in the yes. axe. Oh, yeah. And while she's trying to sneak that record of Conjuring out, she drops it in the middle of the ground and just like looks up and hears like Violet rustling her key to the door of the attic, opens it up, and somehow Caroline had picked up that record and hid herself just in the nick of time. She's...
1: Caroline athletic I'll
2: tell yeah. you what also as much dust as in that room you would have seen fresh tracks in any any probably. area of that like That's attic true. so yeah. regardless if you walk in and you see like fresh dust movie like someone's been in here cool got it although she probably wouldn't have bothered knowing what her ultimate
0: plan yeah. is well,
2: yes in hindsight now <laughs> but you know but so yeah everything culminates to you know uh, violet finally sitting down like all right sugar sit down I'll tell you why we we don't go in that room and why everything is the way yeah. it is because Carolyn's like you tell me right the the fuck now or i'm out
0: yeah. deuces
1: the way i heard it old man thorpe he didn't know that papa justifier was a two-headed doctor he was a conjure man they believed he in yes yeah. that was their room
2: Now, this, actually, I have a question for you. And you kind of touched on this earlier, John, so Mm -hmm. this question isn't so much for you. But um, Caroline, or Violet, gives her whole little, like, monologue background speech of, like, what's the history of this place, why things are what they are, We get flashback cuts. We actually see a lot of this play out. Do you prefer flashbacks during long monologues like this, or do you prefer someone just to deliver a really good monologue without the flashbacks and seeing what actually happened? Is that for him only? No, no, for both of you guys, because I'm really torn on it. movie's a visual
0: medium, and I prefer to see what's going on when they're explaining it.
2: Really? Okay, interesting. Because I thought this would have been more enjoyable for me if I had just had some really... Dark, moody visual of Violet's face, like slowly getting more and more covered in darkness and shadow as she talked about this really fucked up thing that happened. I, I think I think by seeing it, it kind of cheapened it for me a little bit. I'm glad they did because it explained a lot. But
0: I'm gonna have to disagree because I think because of the plot structure about the help and um, their importance to the story, we needed to see these characters
2: I, 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 again. I prefer certain things, but that's why I was so conflicted. I was like, I'm like, I'm really glad that they did it this way because I really got more out of seeing what happened here and here. But I sometimes find that that can like ruin a background, like a um, an exposition monologue for me if the flashback is cheap or cut too fast, you know, like it kind of throws it off for me. So I was just curious how you guys felt on it. Yeah.
1: I'm with Mark. I like to see it, but also this sort of felt like an episode of Drunk History the way it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, So kinda. I wasn't a fan of that. Like I would have liked to have seen like, and it's probably how they would have done it in the, if they ever remake this movie, we could have just opened with that. It would have been cool to see it open with that scene and then cut to the present
2: parts, parts of it. Maybe not the actual killing, but yeah. like the, the, the panic, like house party
1: thing. Exactly. Yeah. Something like that. Then Can we cut slowly to the cut present. To more of those. Uh, so that way we didn't have to get this big dump all at once that, kind of slowed down the movie well, that could have worked then because if we had
2: saw the panicked party like where are the children blah blah, and we didn't actually see that the killings but then later on had violet just explain the killings yeah we already had context sin. about the party we wouldn't have had to cut back on that part and seen the killings although to mark's point i do think seeing the killings definitely kind of maybe go like oh this is pretty fucked up right i think if you restructure the way that you're talking about you're
0: going to let the audience discover the twist you could too have, early yes. you could have oh, exposed too much fair. i think this is important the way this is structured
1: or people might have thought okay is violet that girl See, that's what I thought. I thought that Violet and Ben were the
2: kids.
0: Until you do the math and realize 1920 and 2005 is quite a long stretch, and they're not 95 Look, years I'm old. I'm not
2: known for my math, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Neither uh. am I, because
0: 95 <laughs> is to not the number yeah. you get to from 1920
1: to 2005. Yeah, they guess they could have... All right, you're right. You, you They could have said it. I mean, I, I see how remakes happen, right? They're like, okay, to fix that, we're going to have to move it from 1920 to 1950, mm-hmm. you know, and then now you start to make... These Changes. I had that um, note. I was like, "Oh, so Ben and Violet are the kids." Got it. And then, like two notes down, is like, "Oh no, I don't got it." <laughs> That's all it says. <laughs> uh, so, what happened to this house? Uh, one by the by they make it sound like this is the only violent thing that happened in this house. But if it was a plantation, many, l- violent yeah, things. lots and lots and lots. Lord of law won't let
2: us talk Are about you trying to critical race theory me? Right whoa, now, whoa, 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 guys, guys, let's get it back on yeah. track. Let's oh. keep it out of this realm.
1: I'll tell you what, nothing would be better for our publicity. If we could slap "ban" in the state of Florida,
0: <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> yeah. On I'm our ready websites. to be banned. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> Fucking ban us, please. You know what? This podcast too risky. Florida won't let you hear it. To all of our Florida listeners, thank you for listening to the Grave yeah. Talk podcast. No. You know what? We're not uh, sponsored by any VPNs, but like half of YouTube is. So if you need to listen to us and Florida bans us.
0: Grave Talk, only found in 49 of the 50 <laughs> states of America. <laughs>
1: That's it. <laughs> okay, so in 1920, uh, this house was obviously owned by a bunch of very rich and wealthy white folk. A banker. A banker. And they were having a party. And like people did back then, they got all drunk and did not think about their children at all
2: and the banker was known for being a complete cruel deceitful jackass he used to basically exploit people and take their land and their houses like he was a real yeah. prick
1: i thought they went without saying cuz he's a banker bam Burned our bankers <laughs> they, they
2: made <laughs> the they made a big point of it in the movie yes, to point you're out right. that he was like just cruel to people
1: and this guy was shitty even for a banker and so then they're like hey has anyone seen the kids someone heard music and voices, and shout, up in the attic. Their servants are up there with the children.
2: They said, because everyone's drunk. True. Like, they thought it'd be a fun game to try to find Everybody's full of the brandywine.
1: Fair. I forgot about the game part, right? They're like, let's play a game called Find the Children. (laughs) Classic (laughs) Uh, Southern mentality. Yeah. Boy, they don't play that game anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um.
0: (laughs) I used to play that game in the Montgomery Ward. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh. Where Uh,
0: are your children?
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Did anyone else used to go, like, hide in the clothes racks? Uh, Yes. Every kid did, yes. And then your Uh, mom
2: would be like, blah blah blah. and you'd be like this is so fun and then they'd panic and then they'd be like don't you ever
1: do that again I I feel
0: like I need to stop and say I was not trying to
1: find the children (laughs) in
0: Montgomery Ward I was the child it's less (laughs) weird if
1: you are the child yeah imagine here's a a, a free scene for a horror movie out there imagine uh, you're just going through your clothes you're shopping right now and there's a grown ass man in
0: there 40 year old Mark just hiding in the clothes rack I'll
1: tell you what (laughs) JC panties yeah uh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs> I thought I was in the Montgomery <laughs> Ward. That hasn't existed for 25 years. <laughs> what year is it? Where, where am I? <laughs> I? I'm time traveled. Man. Yeah. Can we please get <laughs> a- no, Now that now there's a time travel element yeah. where the Montgomery Ward clothes uh, rack is
1: be- a time portal. <laughs> and became a JCPenney and still has a clothes rack in the same spot. So oh, this is a great movie. I'm yeah. so excited Sign- to see
2: everything everywhere at once or whatever that Michelle Yow movie oh, coming is coming Oh, which is kind of like this We podcast. bought tickets. Yeah.
0: <laughs> everything, everywhere.
1: Where it wants. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Skeleton key. All
1: right. So free, that's Creative Commons. Anyone can use that. Uh, so they all fail at Find the Children and now it becomes, now they're starting to panic. They're like, what the fuck? Um, so they go to the servants' quarters and they're like, hey. Which is, and
2: let's point out the, the servants attic. are the same servants that we've seen in the pictures up until this point. Justify and... Papa Justify and Mama Cecile. Cecile yes. Right.
0: Now they were known throughout the
2: area as being... Famous practitioners of hoodoo. Yes. among certain people, not amongst the white people. Right. But um, amongst, amongst their amongst, people. Amongst the, the people of that, that place, yes, they were known to be great practitioners and like leaders of the hoodoo stuff. But yes.
1: Uh, and so they bust in and uh, they see that their kids are sitting in the room that... Uh, The uh, the the Caroline finds, yeah. And they're sitting there in this circle, and they're learning, and there's like a a spell going on. Because the
2: seal and Justify are like convulsing. They're like in the throes of some magic
1: spell. Yeah. And the two kids are just chilling in the circle like, what? This is some weird shit, isn't it? The white folk are like, what the fuck is happening? This is outrageous. Just steal our children, and now you're doing all kinds of just wild shit with them? That's a hanging.
2: (laughs) When they said children, though, when they were looking for the children, I thought they were looking for like a group of 10 to 13 kids. And I was like, whoa. I was like, you know, they totally jacked this group of kids Pied Piper style. No, it was just two kids. Yeah. It was just the kids that lived there.
1: Yeah, just uh, conveniently, a little girl and a little boy. And so they... Drag them out in front of the kids. They They drag the help. The, help. the help out. Yeah. Yeah. And the kids are like, No, we wanted to learn hoodoo. Leave them alone. And uh, but they're all drunk and angry. And the way Violet is telling this though, like, is
2: super creepy. She's like, in their alcohol fueled minds and like their anger, like they just went full feral and like went crazy hardcore on these two. Mob Justice man.
1: Yeah. Uh, and they, they lynch them. They hang them from a tree. And then they set them on fire
2: yeah. while they're hanging. And the kids are watching this from the fucking attic room or the upstairs or whatever. Yeah. Balcony. The two little white kids.
1: Yeah. And uh, and that's the end of Papa Justify and Mama Cecile. Uh,
0: she says, we leave that room alone because you don't just go into a room like that and fucking
2: muck about.
1: Yeah. You got to think about the ghosts. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, they live here just as much as we do. We share this space. Yeah. And she's like. Which that- again, backs up my point. Not more than an hour would I be in that place, period. Fair. I would have left a long time ago. Don't fuck around with any of that stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, she doesn't believe. That's a key point, right? She's like, these ghosts is a bunch of bullshit. Right. And she explains
0: that's what's with the mirrors. Yes. If you look around in the mirrors, you'll see the ghosts of these people that lived here before us. And that's why they're all down. Which now
1: makes sense to me. And Caroline is like, that's terrible, but also... This ghost shit is bullshit. And uh, uh, she's like, okay, I'm going to go see my friend. She's like, I'm going to go back to town. Well, yeah.
0: Viola ends it with like, I don't want what happened to Ben to happen to me.
1: Right. She doesn't I don't say want that. the
0: ghost to get me like they got mm-hmm. Ben. Right. So right. So she's giving herself motive to why she's been so strange. And the movie Carol has done a
2: good there. job of setting us up to think that maybe something supernatural had fucked up Ben. Right. You know, so like we, we, we were the audience. We're kind of like, yeah, this might be legit. You know, like this might be a real thing here. That is true. So, yeah, Caroline at this point is like, cool. You crazy. I'm going back into town. But she takes the fucking um, the chant, the, the the record, the record back with her, just goes into her friend's house, starts playing it. Her friend walks in with this look of death on her face. Like, what the fuck are you listening to? And yeah. what was Caroline's response? It's a local band. Yeah. You probably don't know them
0: <laughs> or something like that. I'm sorry if if I heard crazy hoodoo chanting in my
2: living room and I was like, "What?" The? I would be freaked out. Well, the thing is, her friend Kim or whatever knows Jill. Jill knows what hoodoo is, so she immediately recognizes yeah. it. Of like, what the fuck is going on? So she uh,
0: takes the she takes the same uh, mentality I take with saying Bloody Mary in a mirror. I don't believe in it, but I ain't fucking with it. Right.
1: Uh, yeah. ter- uh, Caroline was in her own apartment. No, no, Caroline no. was with in Jill's apartment. No, she wasn't. But I oh, I know that because I watched the deleted scenes. The- oh. <laughs> so when Caroline leaves, she left lets- well, What the fuck was Jill doing in her apartment? It's their roommates. Okay, so it's still
2: Jill's fucking apartment. Okay, God, oh, John, you're lucky at on his <laughs> reach because she leaves and, and Jill left. <laughs> but she went to move in at the old folks' house. So at this point, it's Jill's apartment. That's a very subtle well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Jill is not Jill is not telling dudes she's bringing home like, well, my roommate and me live here. She's it's like, this is my apartment.
1: Funny that you mentioned that because in the deleted scenes, one of the rules that Caroline gives Jill is just because I have the bigger bed and I'm not gone doesn't mean you can bring dudes onto my bed. That's exactly what that means.
2: Sorry, <laughs> Caroline, you're shit out of luck. You should have
0: watched the DVD, Garrett. Punk yeah. rules,
1: baby. Yeah, I'll tell you what. They cut 21 minutes from this movie. And Good. like, yeah, 18 of them, I'm very glad that they cut. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could, I, this movie would have been broken yeah. at two hours.
1: Yeah, they probably could have cut like another 15, to be honest. to be honest, And like most of those are exactly what you would think. Just lead-ins and exits to scenes that don't really need them. Gotcha. Uh, really
0: boring shit. Well, Jill's like, yeah, this is some hoodoo shit. Uh, my mom knows this laundry mat. It's a front. I can take you over there right now, and they're like, "Cool, let's go check it out."
2: I need to know more. Yeah, yeah. my mom shops at this hoodoo place, and then like, and then Caroline's like, "That's a laundromat." She's like, "Look, it's in there." That's all I'm telling you. And then it was great because evidently Jill's nickname is Jill the Fearless or something like that. And she's like, "Oh, Jill the Fearless won't go in," and she's like, "You're never living this down." And she's like, "Look,
0: get fucked. I don't care." Right. So she's like, "You want to go in? Go in. I showed you where it's at. I ain't, I ain't calling yeah. you in there. I, I did my part. Shit. Yeah. But they don't go
2: in." No. They're like, okay, cool. I know this exists. It's laundry mat. We'll be back later. Which I thought was kind of crap. They should have just had her going at that point. And like at least been like kind of weirded. So, so scared by <laughs> talking, got, it. Because a the scene where it. she goes in, I'm no, sure. No, she
1: doesn't go in. And I, this is the one scene I wish I did leave in. Because it does explain why she doesn't go in. Okay, well, hold
2: on. Let me tell yes. my thing real quick and then you can tell. So I thought it would be cool if she had gone in and gotten freaked out and then left. Because that could have been her first like moment of like, oh my God, this might be real. And like could have really like flipped the switch of like, I'm not willing to believe in this. Not I don't, I don't want yeah. to believe in this as opposed to I don't believe in this. That would have been cool. Now, tell me what the deleted scene is. It's not quite
1: that, though. She hears like a bunch of singing and chanting that kind of sounds like the record coming from a church. Your grandma and my grandma. No, not Ico. Ico? No. uh, Like the Papa Justify one coming from a church. Which everyone has a copy of, evidently. Well, I have copies of some of them. Not that one, though. That's the magical one. Okay. Uh, Coming from a church. uh, And in typical Caroline fashion, she just storms on in there. And it turns out, you know, it's like a a black church and they're doing mass, laying hands effective, essentially, on some folks. And Caroline just... Pushes her way to the front and is like, what the fuck's going on here? She doesn't say anything. Uh, and then someone blows some dust into her face. Oh, that's a callback to that then. Because yeah. I didn't
2: know why, what's her face? Blue dust in her face at the end.
1: Well, blows some dust in her face uh, and she gets startled. You know, obviously she can't see. So she leaves and then Jill takes her and they leave the area.
0: Well, that's what at the top of the episode I was saying, I wish they had more of this stuff. Maybe they stumble into one of these Bam. R- rituals or they ceremonies. Do? Yep. That should have been left in.
1: Yeah, as the one deleted scene, I wish they had left in.
0: Well, eventually she's going to come back because
2: she's like... OK, Ben actually believes that this happened to him like Violet does. So let's talk about this Ben scene, because this is what actually convinces her to actually like fully take an approach of, OK, maybe I need to like use this hoodoo to kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes back to the house after she's done visited Jill and this uh, not gone in, but seen the laundromat. She goes back to the house. She's giving um, John Hurt a bath, t- a bathtub, <laughs> a bath in the tub. And she's got her little hand mirror mm-hmm. and she is talking to um, Ben and she's like. Um, Like, I can't believe you kind of believe in this, but maybe that's what you think is going on, you know, like, and she doesn't really like believe it, but she's kind of like, okay, you clearly believe this kind of thing. And then as a kind of like, well, let's test the waters and see here. Such a dick move. Oh, I know. It's such Uh, a dick move. She opens up her little compact mirror and, and shows Ben his reflection. Now, we don't see what the reflection is, but Ben... Freaks the fuck out like he's like trying to j- shoot himself out of the bathtub dolphin style And also she drops the the bar of soap into this bathtub with this old naked man And I was like this is the first and only bar of soap that's ever floated in a movie Yeah, <laughs> she just grabs it right off the top of the water and I was like convenient, but yeah,
1: it's um, dove. It's 99% pure oh, So
2: <laughs> Ben is like fucked up after and she's like, I'm so sorry and he like throws it down on the ground um, Like he gets knocked to the ground and she goes to pick it up But Ben is like mad dogging her like, what the fuck did you do that for? And at this point, that's when she's like, oh, Ben believes this. Ben believes that the ghosts or whatever have done something to him. And so she's like, well, you know what? I'll use the hoodoo to break Ben out of this mentality so, I can find out what's going on. And so that's why she goes back to the laundromat. She, she has a really fucking rude, mean thing to bend. So mean. Just to basically like, oh, I guess we have to go this route. I don't know. I had a real problem with that. I mean, it worked for the movie, but I was like, what a cruel thing to do yeah, to she someone. She realizes pretty quick, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But you should that have was known mean. beforehand. If you're a hospice care worker, don't do anything to make people's mm. lives.
1: People make worse. mistakes. I get it. I mean, look, it is a dick, dick thing. Some people hide in the racks
2: at JCPenney's <laughs> as an adult and scare yeah. people. More uh, than Montgomery Ward. <laughs> yeah.
1: Look, we, that's not. A mistake that's called a good time. So <laughs> I mean I'm trespassed from quite a few departments. Tell it stores. to
0: the judge. <laughs> click click. So yeah.
1: Caroline goes back to the hoodoo shop, the laundromat,
2: and she actually goes in this time. And as she's walking in, she sees the brick dust laid in front of uh the door frame, which has been something we've seen multiple times in yeah. this movie. And I think we've mentioned it before. Mm-hmm. But um
0: she's like, "Hey, what's up with that dust?" And she's like, "Oh, that keeps your enemies out. Anybody who would mean you harm Yeah,
2: cannot pass that." And then this I loved this. Caroline says oh it's mental it's it's like um, hypnotism you're if people believe in it you're controlling them based off their beliefs not at the fact that this actually works so it's kind of like a mental game the person behind the counter is kind of like mm- mm-hmm, sure sugar you know like whatever you say yeah. but I thought that was a really interesting conversation because that really does you know is magic and stuff like that just because you believe in it? It has an effect, or is it have its own power on its own? I don't know. I thought that was a really neat thing that they didn't really go in much more into, which kind of sucked. It's a
0: subtle concept. Um, I think other movies have kind of touched on it, too. It's like, it's not real until you believe it's real
2: kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you're right. But it's the whole crux of this plot. But the fact that she like she realized, she's like, oh, it's fake because they want to believe in it, I'll use that to my advantage. I thought that was really cool that she didn't have to be black or white with it. She was like, I'll just use their belief to help us get to our end goal.
1: Yeah, in a way, but also I think she wildly overjudged her ability to use something without believing in it, because uh, as we see, she uh, does t- start to believe in it. Right. Clearly the, woman,
0: the woman who's running this backroom hoodoo shop is like, this bedbones
2: right. and Beyond. Oh, <laughs> nice. that
0: would have
1: been the best name <laughs> like for it. it. I like it. <laughs> Uh,
2: so
0: she's like, what's the problem? Why are you here anyway? She's like, well, this guy I, I'm, I'm caretaking for, uh, he can't speak. He can't walk. And I think perhaps there was some hoodoo His name involved. is Tommy.
2: He's a pinball wizard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's like, okay, let me get you some things. And she like gets like a crow's feather, a wax cross candle, and some other things. And he's like, go do this shit. Here's a spell to read. And then maybe this will help untie the tongue of your friend. She's like, okay. She goes back to the plantation house. She starts getting into Ben's room and she locks the door. She's like, all right, we're going to do this, Ben. I'm going to fucking, who do you out of your fucking stupor?
2: One thing she says, though, in the uh, the shop that I loved, is she's like, you can't just expect me to believe in ghosts. And I yelled
1: at my, at my TV and I was like, yeah, you can. <laughs> like, you absolutely can. <laughs> but yeah, what I liked, uh, that lady's like, Be- just believe whatever you want to believe. You came to me. Yeah, okay, believe what you want to
2: believe. But yeah, she's like, oh, you're already tainted, girl. You're already letting this seep yeah. in, which I loved that that's how it kind of went down.
1: But Also, it's like Caroline went into this shop of this person who believes. It's like going into a church and being like, oh, so this is just all fake, Mm. huh? So God's (laughs) dead, right? Yeah, like
0: there is no God. You know this, right? (laughs)
1: Like, damn, man. Like, even if you think that, just maybe keep it to yourself. (laughs) Like,
0: White people, am I right? uh, White privilege. (laughs) So she starts setting up the ritual items. You know, she's got a bowl full of water. She puts the cross in the middle. She takes just like dried petals and some other things and starts sprinkling it of the bowl of water
2: she, really cool process though actually like yeah. i thought the spell like setup was
0: really unique looking yeah. she lights the cross candle in the middle of the bowl and starts waving this crow feather around and just start chanting this thing on the paper you see in his face and his eyes like he's he's just like closing his eyes letting it settle in he's like let's do this, this is gonna free me and then slowly he starts to make sounds with his mouth yeah and then what does he say
1: He's like, man, I had so much to say. I could, I should start a podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he tries to say, he says, help me. Yeah. And then she goes from who? And at this point, Violet's like, Caroline,
1: what are you doing in there? You need uh-huh. to
2: open the door right now. It's That's like a terrible she, accent, by the way. But you know, it's like she sensed the hoodoo
0: happening in her house. Yeah. That was
1: weird because she so did you know, like, like her eyes closed
0: minute, like... and then she just like opens them up like something's
2: happening.
1: Yeah. Like 10,000 voices just cried out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she goes up there and she's trying to get in because she yeah, knows something's going on. She's the door. the the skeleton key opens it up at this point caroline has knocked all the the hoodoo stuff visually out of the way and she's like what did you do to him because but right before she opens it she's like who are you trying to like who, who do you need help from and he points at the door he yeah. points at violet right so
0: she comes in she's like i was just reading him a bedtime story i don't know what exactly is going on he just started flipping his shit you know and mm-hmm. she's like what did you do he's like nothing i just read him a story and she like slinks out with the bowl that had the water in it. Yeah. So she kicks Caroline out and locks the door. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Caroline's in her room and it's like raining again. She puts the brick dust down across her room. Oh, uh, okay. So she goes back to oh, her. We're just room. gonna skip over the scene where she's half naked in bed. She's well, doing the side boob. I mean, how thirsty do we need to be? Uh so there's also a scene. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And you
0: see how thirsty Garrett was at the top of this thing. Like he's I don't thirsty. know
1: if that, I don't know if my straw got picked up on
0: the you're always actually quite thirsty in our episodes. Look, You're always man. just so happy to these see boobs whor- in these movies. These horror
2: films, man. <laughs> Fair. Horror and violence and sex. What are we here for? All right, well.
0: The part of the half-naked nightmare that was cool was she, like, saw herself with her mouth and eyes stitched closed. Yes. Yeah. Like, some Any. shit's
2: happening to her, and she's yeah. like, and you think, oh, it's just a dream, but it's almost kind of like foresight.
1: Very cliche, but always gets me. Always gets me. It's a bit cliche. Y- yeah. Uh, there,
0: there, I mean, you could say there's a bit of cliche in this movie, but it doesn't bother me.
1: No, because it's done well. It's a little and bit like, of cliche
0: in everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, and I think cliches are cliches for a reason, right? It's because they're awesome for the most part. Yeah. It's just how you execute on them. Correct.
0: So she's in a room and she lays the brick dust down, which we now know will repel your enemies from entering a room.
1: Yep. And so she's like, hey, Violet, I think I have a leak. Can you come take a look at this?
2: I think it's the next day, but yeah.
1: Yeah, because mm. it's nighttime when she... Yeah. tried she got john hurt or sorry ben to talk
2: yeah because it's um, the next day so basically violet has gotten john hurt back to comatose <laughs> Yeah, comatose okay. condition yeah. and now she's like all right time to kind of push violet
1: yeah so she puts the brick dust she calls violet she's like i think i got this leak and so violet's like what all right let me come take a look at this but then she gets right to the brick dust and just stops.
2: She's like, "Come over here. Come take a closer look." She's like, "I can see from here." Yeah. <laughs> oh, and shout oh, good. <laughs> and shout outs to this movie. When she gets to the brick dust, she doesn't look down, see the brick dust, and stop. She yeah. instinctively just accidentally just kind of like stops there. Like, what is it you needed? And the thing is the movie it never acknowledges that she knows the bricks us there. So honestly, it kind of makes you go, Oh my God, this is real. It's working without them even knowing it. Yeah. Um. So S- I thought that was really a cool.
0: And standoff is like, why don't you come
2: in here? Yeah. Why don't you make me? Yeah. <laughs> but so halfway through it though, she sees the brick dust and then she's like, no, you. I got dinner on the table. You. I'm gonna. I'll be over here.
1: Uh, and then it goes to what I think is like my favorite scene in the movie. Right. She's like, I made a special
2: dinner for you. Yeah. yeah. She's like, we should have done this a long time ago. You and me sat down and just talked.
1: And it is a very like Princess Bride. Two people trying to poison each other. Right. Because so Caroline's plan is to, she poisoned the sugar cubes. Violet. We don't know, but we think probably poisoned that gumbo everyone's poison and everything. Yeah. So they're having this real tense conversation where, yeah, Caroline's like, Hey, you want some sugar? And, and, uh, Violet's like, what? She's like, no, thanks Turkish. I'm sweet enough already. <laughs> <laughs> Another That's snatch. snatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Vi- and Violet's like eat your gumbo. Like, How's I'm- that gumbo? She's yeah. like I haven't started yet. Uh, and then they're talking about the ghosts. Guys,
0: do you know how fucking good gumbo
1: is? So good. The I could not poison. I, I probably would have eaten it anyway. <laughs> I could not imagine. <laughs> I fucking
0: love gumbo so much. S- note to
1: self: so sitting in front of a plate of gumbo and not even like <laughs> let me just say. I mean, how much how much could a little poison hurt me?
2: <laughs> My note in the scene is ah yes the old dinner double cross. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I wonder how long they were sitting there
0: at that table looking at each other like Violet's like pretty much on her third bowl of gumbo yeah we touch a gumbo yet like, yeah no it's not happening yeah but then she wanders off from the table right
1: well yeah so they talk about the ghosts and i think it's illuminating conversation because caroline's like well how come the ghosts haven't fucked with me she's like well maybe it's because you don't believe in the ghost uh because i think every house has ghosts so garrett you're fucked great well, talk get... studios
2: probably has a ghost dude my attic my, my like over the um uh, garage adding doesn't close all the way. I'm terrified to walked to my yeah. car. Uh, I don't believe in ghosts. Well,
1: yeah, my wife and I always talk about our house ghost. Uh So we assume we have a ghost in our house. Uh, whenever something weird happens that we can't really figure out, like, our oh, house ghost probably did it.
2: Ghosts, if you're listening, I don't believe you exist. I would love if we had ghost <laughs> listeners. I know uh, that's so stupid sounding. I don't know why I got all excited there, but I was like, I'd love if we had ghost
1: listeners. That'd yeah, be amazing. And they're like ghost iPad, <laughs> iPod. <laughs>
0: no, Zune. Zune. Those Zunes, yes. They're, yeah, they're
1: oh, no. to Zunes. oh man, another. Free it's wax it, cylinders, guys. Yes.
0: In 2005, Zune was still a thing.
1: No, free another free movie uh, or scene idea is that ghosts can only use discontinued technology,
2: mm. <laughs> like so it. that's
1: why they have to use a Zune because like it. it was murdered, it was killed, yep. and because uh,
2: there's a storm brewing.
1: Right, because it always rains in Louisiana, unless they need to do an outside scene, and then it is sunny. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it is raining, it is storming, power cuts out. The uh, old men are snoring. Yeah, <laughs> naturally. <laughs> right, people are screaming for ice cream. It's a total mess.
2: I scream, you (laughs) scream. Violet goes to like look at the the breaker or whatever. She goes to get candles.
1: She's like, oh, fiddlesticks. I'm going to go get candles. Because Caroline, always prepared, knows one is none, two is one, brought the whole fucking vial of, of, of chloroform whatever it is with her and just poured it into her tea. Violet comes back with the candles. She drinks her sweet tea, falls over and is like... What have you done to me, child? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Listeners, John wiggled his hand. It yeah, was very nice. She
1: fell <laughs> over. It was, it was a visual
0: and audio moment yes, for us it here. It's was
1: very T-Rex-like. Yeah. Um, what have you done to me? Uh, but
0: but yeah, yeah. This is where Caroline runs upstairs and is like, we're getting out of here tonight. Well, right. In Violet's hand, she has a spell. Yeah, this is part of the intricate plan of Violet, right? So she's got this spell of protection and then Caroline sees like, I'm going to use this for me.
2: Oh, I get it now. Damn, so she actually draws the only she draws her own spell on herself up in the attic at the end. Yeah. Spoiler motherfucking alert, but damn, that's fucking tricky. That's why Violet's like. Yo, that's what Run DMC was talking about. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. I'm saying. Okay, so so she fucking faked that little fake seizure thing just to be like, oh, heaven forbid this. Well, she
0: was actually be out because this she was will poisoned. protect me yeah. though
1: and Caroline's like well I'm gonna need that snatch. Yeah she's yeah. really half fast drawing those runes just to get this to trick Caroline. Okay so now she runs up let me just get this out real quick she runs up there and tells John Hurt we're getting out of here son. Yes Garrett's okay. favorite scene Woo! happens.
2: With spell in hand from Violet.
1: Yes okay I'm oh, taking your
0: dirty trick and making it my dirty that trick. That
2: changes everything and so she's trying to get out and as she's like getting john hurt drug downstairs into her volkswagen bug now this is the only part of the movie that i will critique as a really blatant plot hole she gets him in the volkswagen bug which is what she drives and we're not talking one of the new fancy ones we're talking one of the old yeah. 80s the ones. 70s. my wife was like you don't see those anymore on the <laughs> yeah. road and i was like yeah you kind of don't
1: yeah, yeah you barely even see the 2000s remake bugs anymore yeah
2: yeah and they're driving towards the exit. Well, the gate's open. Well, they're going to ram it. So they ram the, the gate. The gate is closed. Yes, yeah, yeah. bolted it's closed locked. with a yes. chain. So at this point, yo, shit's about to pop off. Mm-hmm. So she rams it. Oh, man. They smash the car. She doesn't. She tries to ram it again. It's still not going to work. So then she drives back towards the house. She's like, we'll find another way out. She hits this giant flower pot thing with the front of her car. And then the car stalls out like the engine's fucked up. But the Volkswagen bugs, the engines are in the back. So the hitting the front of that car again shit would not have fucked up her engine to where it kind of like, <laughs> like it did in the movie. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, boo to you guys. You, know, like, you totally forgot that the engines are in the back and she hasn't hit anything with the back of that car. I'll give so. you two
1: head cannon possible solutions here. Uh,
2: I, I expected the head cannons, but okay. I just want to point that out. They did not think of head cannons. You're right. The trunk is in the front.
1: Yeah. Could be that the, by hitting a bunch of shit, they damaged it anyway, just the vibration. You know, It was a very old car. In 2000, I mean, it was a 70s car. Even in 2005, it was in its 30s. A stretch, but I'll yeah. give it to you. Uh, or... Or a wizard did it.
2: Okay. (laughs) A voodoo. A voodoo wizard did it. A hoodoo wizard, I'm sorry. Correction. Right. right. Let's not be insensitive. Papa Justify did it. Oh, snap. So, yeah. So the car doesn't work. So at this point, she's got to stash uh, Ben's body so, so she can go get help. So she's like... I'm gonna hide you in the the oat shed or whatever it is, the flower shed. The oat shed. I don't know why I said oat, but she <laughs> yeah. she Well Louisiana known about, for its oats. How about the garden shed? Yes, the garden shed. Yeah. So she hides his body and she's like, You stay right here, I'll be back. And I was he's like, he's still
1: alive. So when you say he hides his body, implies that he is dead. <laughs> <Okay>.
2: Well, she, <laughs> she she hides him, Ben. Yeah, she hides Ben under a sheet in the garden shed. just like stay here, I'll be back. She goes and gets the boat, and at this point, Caroline's up and got a gun, and she's like, Caroline, you get back here. And she like like manages to boat away in this little swamp. And then she's boating away. She sees a little shack on the other side of the, the mm-hmm. swamp where it's like music and stuff playing. And I thought, oh my God, she's going to be confronted with real hoodoo and she's going to develop a plan to go back and fuck shit up. No, she catches a ride from the shack an hour into town to go visit the lawyer and be like, hey, some real shit's popping off over at the old Ben and Violet house. I need you to come with me to help. And he's like, slow down, slow down, slow down. Let's take it one step at a time. What are you talking about? And so at this point, the phone rings. Now, unfortunately, I got to say that Caroline
0: should have called the police by now.
1: Yes. Of course.
0: There was no point that she calls the police and she's put all of her eggs in one lawyer marshal basket. Or
1: her friend. Anybody. She, yeah, yes. literally any other human being besides this one lawyer.
0: Now, the reason is, is because we kind of glossed over this and didn't mention it, but she'd already gone to lawyer once before and was like, Violet is a problem. She's keeping ben down she yep. is what's causing this and he's like i need the proof so she's back again one could say the proof needed to be in the pudding right. could, uh, in okay. the gumbo so this is the second <laughs> proof in the gum so she's back saying look i've got it i've got the proof i've seen the shit i've got the thing blah 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 and he's like okay let's get her done and then bring gets, bring bring the phone, phone rings call.
1: banana so. phone <laughs> 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 God,
2: I forgot about that until you said it. Also in that vinyl collection.
1: <laughs> yeah, also prime 2005 vintage meme no, right there. And what's correct. funny,
2: though, is as he takes the call, because it's, it's um, Violet, and he's like, Violet, slow down. What's going on? And he goes, I'll take this to the room. i got to record this. In no, case I
0: have not seen Caroline. Yes. She's sitting right there in the room with him. And,
2: he, and I think you're supposed to think, OK, cool. Well, he is listening to Ico Ico also, and then Caroline goes, "Well, that's weird. They're listening to the same records, huh?" She starts she, nosing around a bit on his desk and sees a book of Wills, Wills.
1: Yeah, it's like Wills for Dummies, you know, estate yeah, planning yeah. for idiots, beginning
0: <laughs> lawyer stuff. Like, yes. it's like the but it's fucking all about Wills dummies. and stuff yeah. like that.
2: It's all about like you know like that kind of and stuff. It's like why would this lawyer need these beginner books? Yeah, and mm. then she pulls up the last thing and sees that it is like a folder full of pictures of herself. Of her. Yes, of Caroline. And she's like, Whoa, whoa, what? And opens the desk drawer to see what else is there. Sees the ring with the three snakes on it, which she also saw upstairs in the hoodoo attic. Mm -hmm. She sees a desk full of chicken bones and other like fucking hoodoo shit. And a third skeleton key. And a third which is missing a piece which was the piece that was stuck in the door. Did you notice that? Yeah. Okay. So that's what that was. So his skeleton key broke off in that attic. I so. thought
0: his was just longer and his was meant to open that door. Oh, ah, okay. I didn't realize it was broken. I thought it was the special one that actually opened that
2: one. Oh, no, no. It was it was the broken piece. So you're like that's when it like she's like, "Oh my gosh." She puts it all together and then pa-pow, over the back of her neck. She's getting choked out by some kind of
0: He's strangling her to make her pass out. Yes. Now, up until this point, did you guys suspect the lawyer of anything?
1: No. No. I thought he was a dick, but I didn't think he was. I didn't originally,
0: you know, the first time I saw it way back in the day. But my wife was like, something wrong with that guy. Yeah. He's too nice.
1: Really? I thought he was too dickish. Yeah. I was like. I thought he was too dickish too. How nice are you to your wife? He's yeah, looking at this character going, hey. That's how you treat a lady. Yeah. Do not turn <laughs> this movie on me. <laughs> Don't you, turn a mirror yeah. on me. You make her go first in a dangerous situation. Mark's got no mirrors in his house. He doesn't look at his horrible <laughs> self. It's like, I'm a monster.
0: I live my life like I'm in a Montgomery <laughs> ward.
2: <laughs> One discount at a time. Uh, <laughs> Mark, you're into the danger zone now, baby. Yeah. yeah.
1: did feel like it took Caroline... I mean, maybe because I'm i going to say it was because it was shock, but I felt like she saw all these pieces of evidence and you could just sort of see the wheels spinning like... <laughs> the gerbils were taking a coffee
2: break at this point. Yeah.
1: The,
0: it was like it's it's that meme book. of that woman with all the calculations popping <laughs> yeah, up above yes. her head and she's like,
1: oh... <laughs> There's something about this ain't right. Uh, the
2: moment you see... Pictures of her, the moment you yeah. see any who do anything, you'd be like, aha.
1: Yeah. I could excuse the books, like, okay, that's weird, whatever. You know, maybe Ooh, he's dude, refreshing. Not, if but I
0: found a folder full of me, <laughs> yeah first off, I'm not that interesting. You shouldn't be casing me.
2: But I would have been bolted out the door, like, or, bam, I'm gone.
1: Or I would have turned around and been like, hey, what the fuck is this? Uh, or
2: you would have sat down at that drum set and started playing real loud, so the neighbors are like, hey, what's
1: going on up yeah, there? And then you got help. I would have been like, I need eco-eco for this. <laughs>
2: Uh, does she, have
0: it? she has a cell phone, right? No. Really? In 2005, we had cell phones. That
1: was one of my main notes was like, man, I don't believe that someone in their 20s in 2005 don't have didn't have a cell we phone. We were living that flip life. Yeah. Flip was, phones. I was in oh, high school. No, razors. I was out of high school, but I was just, I was 19 and I had a cell phone, so.
2: Yeah. I, I Boost my, Mobile needs to sponsor this fucking podcast. <laughs> it's the chirp. Where you at, dog? That was next first, <laughs> hell. Come on, man. <laughs> my first cell phone I had in
0: 2000. Ooh, so like, oh, Right as beepers
2: fuck. were being phased out, I had that cell phone. Yeah. I, I got a pager right when those were being like discontinued. And I thought I was the <laughs> shit. And I was like, oh, I'm not even close to the shit. Just, just pay for it. And we'll give you five years for free. Cause we're going out of business. Right. I mean, I love a good cell phone, but I also fucking hate cell phones. I miss the days of like, being able to control my time and not have to constantly be communicating with everyone 24-7. Anyway, Caroline, who is in a car, gagged, kind of is waking up and she looks over and the lawyer's driving. He's all like, oh, this this was creepy to me because he goes, it's all around you. It's it's like an entering a new world. It's like death, life and death. Although I wouldn't know anything about that. And I was like, wait a minute. That's right there where I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I this s- dude is involved in some fucking hoodoo because the sacrifice stuff mm-hmm. I was like oh they're going to sacrifice people and gain extra
1: years of their life yes but, that's what
0: I we didn't mention it but there, there as through her research she finds out there's a particular spell that people can add years to their life if they sacrifice someone they take all of their remaining years right. and add it to their own
1: and that's the one that record that she has is the only copy essentially of that spell
2: because he's the only one Papa uh, Justice Justify Justify, Justify. sorry uh, was the only one who, who found this like and that was Kind of cool, like to me, like, oh, you can dabble in this shit and then find your own unique spells. You can find undiscovered, like, incantations and shit and I was like that's kind of rowdy who knows what else is out there that just hasn't been found out yet
1: I feel like it's like one spell gives you life for every nine that kills you instantly it'd be <laughs> like finding new like um, it's like finding new commandments like yo check it out dude I just uncovered a 13 commandment
2: by tearing this page in half and matching it up to this page yeah like it'd be like kind of like you know like yeah. undiscovered country type shit well,
1: it's like testing out new mushrooms right you might be delicious <laughs> or you might be dead
2: <laughs> so anyway he says that and you're like wait a minute, something's up. He pulls up to the house, Violet's there, and she's like, all right, good, you got her, let's get this over with, or something like that. And at this point, Caroline's freaking the fuck out. She's like, oh my God, it's finally happening. When they come in, Looks like, did you get the room ready? She's like, no, I got to find Ben.
0: He's still missing, and we can't do shit until we find Ben. They're like, Caroline, you're going to tell us right now where he is. There's nothing you can do for him. You can't save him. It is what it is. So yep. tell us where Ben is. And she kind of like peeks back at what the room she's staying in, and she still see that her line of brick dust is still there. So she's like, I got to buy myself some time. She's like, he's in the garden shed. I left him out there. And she's like, all right, I'm going to go get him. Violet leaves and leaves Luke, Luke to uh, monitor Caroline in this moment. And she's like, I just want to go to my bedroom and get my photo of my father. I want it with me when this goes down. And he's like, well,
2: fuck, whatever. Well, and Luke and Luke has heard her reasons for why he cares, she cares about Ben and stuff and why she wants to help. So it kind of plays on his heartstring a little bit. Like, "Like, hey, you know what? Like, we don't know it, but he's like, she's, in his head, he's kind of like, you're going to die. Sure, I'll give you this one thing before you you get killed. Right. So she tricks him and goes into the room and shuts it closed and Luke's like, fuck, I can't get in.
0: I didn't realize I've been had with my own trick.
1: Looks like, I say, I say.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who would have thought that our villains of this movie would be outwitted by dust because he's <laughs> yelling at uh, Violet out in the out in the yard. He's all like, she's blocked the door with dust. I can't get in. She's blocked the window. I'm trapped. And I'm like, dude, I understand the power it has in context, but like she was just throwing dust down and he was like, I'm nuts. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god really dust is what's stopping this what if like luke got a fan or he just blew oh. what are the rules about the dust can they interact with the dust dude that's a you would great think? point yeah what if he just took his hand or a broom
0: broom would well, that could be an extension of just close the door really fast yeah yeah right. will knock dust out of the way
1: you just get a little box fan though if i can get rid of that you're dust right. no problem
0: man big plot hole there yeah. mr <laughs>
2: mr dust there uh, is a <laughs> storm brewing. Yeah, so open the windows. Yeah,
1: I just open the front door. I mean, this <laughs> dust is not, especially uh, that kind of dust, not renowned for not getting everywhere. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty stable. Yeah, it's, you know, in fact, I think one of dust's main properties is that it floats about and mm. uh, is dusty, if you will. <laughs> well, Caroline kicks
2: open her window and climbs out of it and then uses one of the glass shards to cut her binds on her hand to like free her hands up at this point. So she's on the same like patio trellis type thing that, um, John or Ben was on earlier so one thing I want movies to start doing though if someone's going to cut their hands free with a giant shard of glass have them slash their hand open in the process or have it be messier everyone is so good about rubbing their hand back and forth like three times and then perfectly slicing through their binds their bindings like it's a fucking exacto knife like it needs to be more like rough
1: I, uh, yeah I would agree I it works fine in this
2: movie but like honestly every yeah. movie that does that I'm always like people should cut their hands they should like slash their hands should be bloody after well, trying I feel to like do this the
1: main problem would be that in real life it's going to be a real thin piece of glass you're more it's gonna break you, you're more you likely know. to just snap it in half uh, figure that shit out movies <laughs> and that's not even
2: like a super gory kill or anything. you can actually add a little gore and violence and make it contextual and not have to get that R rating which just this movie has hand. none of by the way we didn't
0: mention it there's no gore no, there's no, no gore.
1: gore I think you know this is this is a intro to horror movie this is someone who is one of those. very skittish or doesn't know about like how they feel about horror i think this is like getting into the the three foot part of the pool Yeah, hey, let's just get you in real real gentle
0: i think this one kind of lines in more with like a, a less scarier ring yeah because it's still that mystery solving that's going on that like the ring had
2: I was more scared of the environment in the house than I was of the potential things that could get me at this point. But yeah. So anyway, right. Caroline gets off the roof. She ends up getting back inside. Meanwhile, Violet has
0: found Ben in the garden shed. And I love that he popped out from under a tarp with some garden shears. And he's trying to stab <laughs> yes. her with him like all week. Well, style. garden
2: scissors. And he's like cutting. He's like snip, snip, snip,
1: snip. I'm not dead and I'm yet.
2: <laughs> like... And I was like, oh, I, gi- I give it to him,
1: man. I mean, he's fighting. trying. Yeah. He's
0: trying. But he, yeah. he gets overpowered and he's brought back into the house. Yeah. <laughs>
1: She, like, just takes it away, like, from a kid. Like, give me these. You're going to hurt yourself. Caroline, meanwhile, is running
0: and getting willy-nilly with that brick dust, going up to every window pane and every door. Smart. And she's, like, closing closing Luke out. But she didn't get every door in time. Violet bursts open and blows some dust into her face and then overtakes her and overpowers her. It was
2: black her. dust, too. It wasn't like the, yeah. the door dust. Yeah. It was something else. And I think that's what was
1: in that deleted scene you were talking about. Well, it was about. white dust in that scene. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. We
2: like our dust here
0: in
1: movies. Yeah, a lot of different colored dust. You got your brick dust, your black mm-hmm. dust, your white mm-hmm. dust. Maybe it was just pepper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that would stop me in my tracks <laughs> <Yeah>. for sure. <laughs> you,
1: you just pepper sprayed me with actual pepper. <laughs> now what happens here? They struggle and she manages to escape. So Violet follows her upstairs. They 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 fight. She throws her over the balcony, and I mean, it's a hard fall. My note you is hear like cracks, oof. yeah, you hear cracks. Uh, uh, I thought it, she broke her neck. I did too, but it turns she out broke she broke her legs. Broke her broke her legs, and uh, we know that because Violet on point goes, "I do believe you broke both my legs." And I was like, "Thank you, movie."
0: <laughs> As she's coming up the elevator that was put in there which for John Hurt's character,
2: saw at any we point? Did.
0: Uh, did we? Yeah, they show it at the beginning of the movie.
2: Oh, I never knew that existed. During, I was like, I was like, where the fuck is this been?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was just
1: they I it once during the the tour. I mean, I I will give this movie, mad props. They set everything up perfectly. Like,
0: and there's nothing better than just seeing a broken violet laying on the floor of that elevator as it rises up, and you're just like, "Oh, there she coming? She ain't
2: stopping for nothing." As uh, violet's riding up that elevator, we cut to a scene with Caroline, who's in a room now with a landline phone, and she calls nine one one. Also, movies. If you have a person holding a phone and it goes beep beep beep, we know it's nine one one. You don't need to show us someone dialing the numbers. We know what nine one one is but anyway she calls the police she's like i'm at this location i need assistance there are people who are hurt and need help then she hangs up and calls jill it's got to be late at night because jill's like who is this what do you want and then she's like oh my god it's real i'm in trouble shit's popping off at the old Devereaux house or whatever their last name was you got it oh is it Devereaux? yeah oh really okay awesome So, yeah, so she's calling for help as um, Violet's riding up the elevator. And then at that point. Caroline books it for the attic. Yes. And this part is fucking rad. She gets inside of the room and
0: there's all these candles lit and a nice little space up there.
2: Which is perfectly reminiscent of the uh, flashback we saw when the two kids were doing the little thing with... Uh, Papa Justify and Mama Cecile in the flashback when they hung them. Yeah.
1: Do you think they have a candle lighting spell or they had to do that shit one That's by one? At one. Time. Oh, That's one at a time. time. I
0: every, this ain't Harry Potter, bro.
1: <laughs> every time I see a, like a million candles, it is all I can think of. It's like, who lit all these? Who did that? Like, did they really have time? When? When in the movie you did make they have time, time, time to do Look, this? If,
0: if the candles were floating in the air like Hogwarts's yeah. cafeteria, then you know it's magical. Okay. Okay. If they're on the ground and seated, then they were done by hand.
2: Violet set this up before the, uh, uh, the lawyer brought her back.
1: Yeah. This I, I, was, yeah I, this that's was what done I had canon did. Is during the drive back, Violet's up there with fucking matches, <laughs> letting one, one at a time. time.
2: Yep. Oh, she had the time. It was an hour from town to here. You know she's got one of those big sticks. <laughs> <laughs> click, click, <laughs> click, 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 click. And yeah.
1: Yeah. No, they don't let that kind of fancy technology. She probably. Oh, here's, Mark, probably let, this is the South. Yeah, okay. Kind of wild up north. Northern technology. Yankee technology with your big click. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Probably true. So <laughs> she's up there and she's like, the cops are on the way. I called Jill. I just need to survive. I need to survive until they get here. What is this in my hand? Oh, it's a spell of protection. Bada bing, I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to draw
2: a chalk circle. I'm going to draw the symbols on the ground. I'm going to get myself safe. Yes. She drew, and so the spell of protection, she thinks, is to keep people from getting to her.
1: Yeah. And meanwhile, also, this whole time Violet's like hooting and hollering like, I'm coming for you, Caroline! <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a real Jack Torrance situation. And she gets into the room and she stands up on those broken legs and I'm just like, oh, that's gotta hurt mm. so bad. And she stands up and, and Caroline's like, you can't get me! I used your spell! Ha ha ha! And she's like, Oh, sweet child of mine.
1: She's like, what kind of spell was that again? <laughs> you sweet,
0: sweet summer child. She's Bless like,
1: your
2: heart. <laughs> all you've done is you've trapped yourself in that bubble. Yes, the the thing is to keep yourself from getting out. So you yeah. draw it on your victim. So she's
0: trapped in there. All the while, Violet is looking from behind one of those standing mirrors that have wheels on them, and she starts <laughs> chanting stuff. And just the whole scene is just ruckus. It's like chaos, yeah. right? And then I think Caroline's slowly realizing that she's fucked. You know, she's like
1: I don't believe she's. Oh, she also has a knife, so she's holding this knife out. She's like, I don't believe. I don't. And and Car- uh, Violet just sort of pushes the mirror toward her. I don't believe. And I'm like, if you did not believe, you would just step out of that fucking circle. Well, she
2: yes, and that, that's the thing is though like, she's she's doth protest too much. She yeah. totally believes, and that's why she's trapped in there, and why that's why she's panicking more and she's
0: more. More. She's trying psych herself out of belief yes, yeah. because she totally
2: is like part of this now she's way in too deep yeah and that's why she's freaking out she's like i literally can't leave this thing but when violet goes and stands behind the mirror we now get a visual of different ghosts and they're like you can tell they're ghosts the reflection because they're in the mirror mm-hmm. the reflection in the mirror which she's behind it which shouldn't reflect it, anything but um caroline can see herself and then her reflection kind of morphs into the child that was doing hoodoo way back in the day. Then it morphs into Mama Cecile and then the mirror gets pushed at her. So it's like Mama Cecile's coming for her like Rah! As that happens, the mirror lands on top of um, Caroline, and crashes into, it and explodes. Yeah, yes. And also, so
1: I will say I would have loved this movie ten times more if they added a roar sound effect <laughs> as the mirror was coming.
0: <laughs> oh, and I think at this time the record of the incantations playing too yes. to yes. really creep up the and scene. And that song's
2: a banger. That shit slaps.
0: It's less of a song and more of a chant, but yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: When, ch- when they keep calling it, like, or Caroline keeps trying to hide it as a song. I'm like, have you ever heard music before?
2: There's no even backing track or anything. No. There's no that? horn section. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah.
1: You can't put that over Top Gun. No.
0: <laughs> that is not danger zone material. No. Zone. So Caroline picks herself up from under the mirror and then she kind of walks over to Violet's body and then goes for one of the cloves and pulls it up and yeah. lights
2: it. Oh, that's right. You're right. And she she says something to Violet while she's on the ground. But she uses Southern terminology, which at that point you're mm-hmm. like, if you've been paying attention at all, this movie, you're like, uh-oh, someone might be inside somebody. Right. Yeah. And, then- and then in walks Luke Marshall
0: and then he's like, man, that was a thing. That was tough. It's so hard to get these kids to believe. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, it's getting harder and harder as they don't believe more. Right. And that, Caroline and goes, I told you I wanted a black body this time. Yeah. He's like, we got what we get. You know, black people still believe in this shit. They're not going to walk in <laughs> well, and just Luke
2: goes, the black ones keep catching on and leaving. Yeah. Right. Like, like they're too smart. With yeah. that respect, you know what? That's right. <laughs> do you think this was proto get out? Do you think Jordan Peele's a hack and ripped that shit off from this? Oh, damn. Oh, oh snap. Just kidding. Jordan Peele, we love you, man. That but is true. To we do love God. him.
1: But yeah, I mean, there are some Skeleton Key <laughs> vibes to get out. I That's true. See some
2: parallels there. Yeah. Hey, good art inspires other good
0: art. So when does it click that it isn't the kids that are transferring their souls, but it's actually been Papa Justify and Mama Cecile? At this very moment for me. Yeah.
1: Well, I would then, have hoped yeah. it would have been when the mirror with the, the, no. the mama Cecile goes. Well, that's the thing is I thought she was
2: just seeing the ghosts in the, the room. Like, hey, this keeps happening. We all keep getting sacrificed and shit. And I was like, oh, no, that's a bummer. But when she picked up that club, I was like, oh, my God, they're legitimately just like transferring themselves into other bodies. And then you realize that Papa Justify is inside this lawyer. Right.
0: So that moment in the
2: 1920s, whenever the help was
0: hung, The banker hung his own children. Yes, Yes, he did. Their souls were inside the servants' bodies at that point. And that makes this really fucking dark. Super dark. Yes. Uh,
1: Yeah. And then those kids must have killed Violet and Ben. Or not killed. I mean, gets guess transferred. Soul transferred. Yeah. Yep, right. Uh, and then Violet and Ben soul transferred into Caroline and, and, and so Luke.
2: when Yeah, so when Ben's looking at himself in the mirror, he's seeing the wrong person. Yeah, like, Ben's
1: seeing himself.
2: Yes. Inside well, an old man Well, he's body. seeing Luke. Here's, yes. what's ta- like, here's what I think. Luke's seeing himself inside that body. If you look and see
0: yourself in the mirror for your entire life, and then you look back and see an old body, someone
2: else's face. It's going to freak you the fuck oh, out. Oh, you know yeah. you're trapped. Yeah. This is some John Malkovich shit right here, yo. It's deep. It is it's, deep and dark. This played out so fucking well, though. 50 years could become nothing when you're an immortal, so guess what? Well, they're not actually immortal, though. They have well, to they Well, if they keep this going, though, if they keep yeah. this going forever, they can be immortal.
1: Yeah, but they're not. They're in fact, you know what? I venture to say that was the last time they pulled it off. No. you. No it, way. In
2: Kate 20, Hudson's totally
1: luring someone out there. 2022. Some young stud. In the age of the cell phone- this shit would be on YouTube super quick, super quick.
2: There's no cell reception out there in the middle of a fucking swamp, bro. Mm, there's you ain't getting some. no yeah. hot spots. No, I'll tell you what. There's cell reception. They're not re- a <laughs> <to> hatchet.
0: <laughs> you know, we did gloss over the part where it said that they tried five different caretakers prior yes. to her. So mm-hmm. that, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is a very difficult and complex plot to pull off. This took months of preparation, which makes me wonder, how long was poor Luke trapped in Ben's body? I a think a long time.
2: time. You think in years? Yeah. 100%. And
1: because it, it's also not just a caretaker. They need to be reasonably young, right? It doesn't do them any good if they just transfer into another 70-year-old. You 70 can't year just old. like
2: do a
0: 70-year-old again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the movie wraps up with the cops and Jill showing up. Uh, Caroline is now using words like fiddlesticks, yeah. which she never would use. Smoking cloves. Violet is now in a in a vegetative state. Just like Ben. Sort. Just like Ben. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was kind of funny where she's like, Jill, why don't you ride with Violet to the
1: hospital? I was like,
2: what? Someone should really go with them to the hospital, make sure they get there. We'll join you later.
1: What is it with horror movies? Thinking that random people need to go with other random people to the hospital. Right, you're not a family member. Yeah. Don't get in there. Like, in fact, I would be... It's a tight fit in the back of an
2: ambulance. Yeah. not a lot of room for like just so Especially with two
1: people already in there. Mm. Oh, yeah. And also, if I was critically injured and then I'm looking up in a fucking in an ambulance and just a stranger's there, I'd be like, what the fuck is happening?
0: But just to make it crystal clear, listener, Caroline's soul is now in Violet's broken body. Right. Yes. So imagine being Caroline riding in that ambulance with your friend, and she doesn't recognize you. Yeah, that's yep. got to be fucking
2: shitty yep. as fuck. Well, she looks over at Ben, who's lucid enough to look at her, and like, you get it now, right? We're both trapped in these old people. But this is the thing, though: the hospital's not going to give them that concoction of crushed up pills and shit to keep them in the like sedated state. Eventually, they're going to regain some stuff. And they're going to be able to write or do something. And then you know what? They could be like, "Yo, straight up, hoodoo. We are trapped inside of the body. Yeah, like, you may be gonna... treated as crazy, but you can convince someone. Maybe Jill. Well, I'm going to do a little
0: headcan on my own." and just assume that Ooh, they did more hoodoo and gentlemen, hexes. Gentlemen, some rare mark headcanon. They probably did some more hoodoo hexes to tongue tie them back up. You think so?
1: Yeah. Or they're going to be Jill like Jill
0: knows. Jill knows hoodoo places, so maybe they can But she doesn't know that's her friend. And if Caroline can't speak inside of Violet's broken body, she never will. I'm just saying she can write with her hands. Or
2: she got Ben write it for her. You think Jill ain't going to hang around long enough to get that yeah. note?
1: Also, by the by.
2: <laughs> right. By the by? Did you, are you an old Southern woman yeah. trapped inside? <laughs> but John,
1: by the by here. Keep
2: on keeping on. I
1: plan on it. Uh, file it. In her early 70s, mid 70s two broken legs, heavy smoker of cloves, which for our listeners, that's like five cigarettes <laughs> a time. Okay, cloves. Imagine
0: going from a 25-year-old pair of lungs to a fucking smoker <laughs> yeah, cough.
1: clove-riddled <laughs> lungs. Violet doesn't have that much left, all right? That's what I'm saying. I don't think there's a big... I don't I don't think either one of them are going to be around long enough to sort this all out. And
0: guess what? Who's going to believe these old people? Yeah. She's in my body. They'll be like, all right, now you're going to the fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. home. <laughs> uh,
1: you know it's, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's a shame when the dementia gets him.
2: Yeah, that's exactly. No one's gonna believe him. Yeah, smoke. I'm your- just saying, there's a lot of loose ends that I would not have left that loose.
1: No, I don't think there's any loose there's ends because it, it would have been a damn shame. One
2: cool thing is is when uh, when um, Luke is talking to um, Jill before Jill leaves, he's like, "It's just, it's a shame that what happened to him." They loved, they loved Caroline so much, and she's like, "How, how do you know?" And she's like, "Well, they left her everything in the will. This house and all of that is now Caroline's, and that's why the books for the Wills for yeah. Dummies and beginning like will and testament, you know, was on." On that dude's desk, because he was basically putting everything in Caroline's name. They had researched who they wanted to. Yeah, uh, so they can continue to
0: live in their plantation home.
2: Yep, this is our house, and no one will take it from us. That's the end. It's this movie's good, though. It's so good. Recommended, big time. Uh, would we, as the Grave Talk, ever record an episode in an old Southern plantation? Yeah, I'm ready. I don't believe in ghosts. Remember?
1: Here's the thing about these plantations and uh, why I would never ever uh, visit one is because they're all trash and they are all filled with lost cause Confederate bullshit about how bad how how it wasn't so bad to be a slave. And well, yeah, I mean it was no mean, no no. But some, some of them are
2: legit. Some of them are legit. Like point out how shitty it was and like very all few fucked of them. Stuff.
1: Also, I I'll, you also... can't go to
2: one still owned by Southern people, maybe. Yeah, but like the I'm ones gonna... that have been turned into like museums and stuff might be. Tell okay.
1: you what if you get married at a plantation i don't want to know you and i don't want to be your friend uh, and i because you know wow. what? well here's the thing no i get what you're I what, get what you're kind going of human this, being but... is like oh look at this place of sadness I want to get married there. But that's the past, John. No one's thinking about the past. Yeah, well, why else would you get married at a plantation? <laughs> because it's got that little hangy fungus stuff from the trees, and that's really cute looking. To me, I think it is like no different. No, I'm being sarcastic, uh,
2: dude. I, I would not
1: do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't want to know any of those people, and thankfully, I live my life in a way that I don't. Were you about to say it's like trying to have a wedding in a gas chamber? Yeah, effectively. Whoa! No, it is. God it, damn, I know, but that's just a real fucked up. People life. should think about it that way. I mean, generations of suffering happen at these locations and just because it is pretty because it is outside doesn't make any less horrible and that's my piece on plantations wow we just brought that way down to reality but i'd recommend this movie yes <laughs> yeah i you know what i don't I, think I can get either one of us to
2: disagree with you john it is really hard to think about any of that stuff and not like no, well i mean I, for some people it's i like
0: them in the museum uh aspect of like look at this history Yes. Right. If you're trying to tent this in a, a different light, then you're doing it wrong. Because you're right. A lot of pain and suffering happened to make these places wealthy on the backs of thousands of people that have suffered. That's bullshit. Not Sh- to- that should never be celebrated.
2: I get what you're saying, John and Mark. Like it's to ignore that aspect of things is really tough, but and the aspect of horror movies,
1: I recommend this movie. I don't remember if Mark or, or I picked it, but you did. I, okay, I picked but it. But I was happy
0: when you did. I was like, "Hey, this yeah. one, let's do it." Uh, I
1: picked that's it for a cool. reason. I really like it. You know, I mean, you know, you look, you got to look through some of this stuff. But I uh, didn't want to end without ranting about how shitty plantations are.
0: <laughs> no, that's fair. They are pretty shitty. Yeah. Well, it sounds like three recommendations all around, Garrett. I'm glad to see that you liked it in 2022, seeing it for the first time. I was unsure going back to the year 2005 if this one would hold up.
2: You know, that time's a real questionable time for me because there's so many terrible horror tropes that I I was like, oh, it blew me away. Like, honestly, I really enjoyed this movie. It's upsetting to hear that this guy went and wrote Transformers because like you're just like, I mean, good for him for getting fucking well-paying jobs. That dude's never going to have to work again if he wants to. If you
0: get an opportunity to make that Transformer money, you go make that goddamn Transformer money. Well, I think like John said that this movie is a good introduction to the creepy side of horror things. Mm -hmm. You're not getting your gore. You're not getting your violence in this, but you are getting a compelling story that you want to know the answer to. And with it, great set pieces, great environment and moody, um, atmospheric things. When you start mixing in voodoo, magical incantations, I think you can have a lot of fun with that. And I think the movie did a pretty good job overall. Agreed. uh, Three recommendations for us. Go check it out. Garrett, what do we got coming up next?
1: That's a great
2: question, Mark. I don't know yet.
1: Uh, I I, I know. I know. It is going to be the 1986 uh, (laughs) (laughs) masterpiece of Top Gun. Coming in hot, (laughs) Iceman.
0: I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Got to get one more danger zone in before we get out of here today. Yeah,
1: boy. I'm going to go home and watch Top Gun right now.
0: (laughs) Why Garrett's pulling up our next one. Listeners, did you see... The Skeleton Key. Why don't you let us know what you think about it on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter pages. You can find all things The Grave Talk at thegravetalk.com. Hit us up with any recommendations. Cold opens, we could use a few. Sometimes we can't think of clever shit to talk about before these movies kick off, but you got something clever, we'll talk about it. So the next one we have up, Mark, is uh, Demons 2. Ah, Demons 2 coming at us from Italy. 80s great horror film. I, I believe he's going to like Italia. it. Italia. Italia. Is that the. Hospitaliano, if you're from the Olive Garden. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, does this movie come with endless uh, breadsticks <laughs> and yes. soup and salad? If
0: you provide them, they do.
1: I'm making it big <laughs> of meta sauce. Uh, is this the one where they're in the apartment complex?
0: Yes. That's yes, either that Demons that or Demons 2. One of them is set in a. I it's think Demons 2. This okay. one. Okay, yes. I
1: have seen this movie, and Mark's not kidding. It, it is... is
0: fucking bananas. Yeah. It's fantastic. Get it watched and come. see us next time. Or come (laughs) listen to us next time if you want to. Yeah,
1: or ring us up on the banana phone.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) God. All right. I'm going to be in the danger zone for the rest (laughs) of the day. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time.